why is my screen black? What in the hell is going on? Pardon me, people. This is, come on. Can you even, people even see me? Hold on. This is not how I plan to start the show. That is for certain. Okay. I just can't see myself. It's cool. As long as y'all can see me. Get a few people on there, y'all. All right, we're going to do something a little different today, people. I got something for y'all real quick to start to show off. Something a little different. Check it out. So, if y'all don't know who that was, that was Jim Jones ranting and raving about the Gucci store. And let me say, uh, pardon my ugly, but Jim Jones, we don't give a fuck. We don't care about none of these celebrities complaining about all these high-end stores where they going to spend thousands of dollars on some bread with some people who don't even want you in there. I mean, how many times Gucci, Louis Vuitton, uh alexander mcquinn i don't even know if he even did something but all these other high-end labels gotta do some shit or make some closing that's disrespectful offensive to us treat you like shit when you're in their stores show you no just no respect no regard and you keep going to spend your money there i don't get it i don't get it i don't understand it i don't get it and uh i don't get no fuck we had a fake uh boycott of gucci some years back Knew that shit was some bullshit. All these celebrities, I swear, they just do this shit for attention. Wasn't nobody probably even treating that boy bad up in there. That's why he just ended up going to another store, bird off, and your time, all this shit. So I'm, I'm just saying for 2022, I just don't want to hit nothing else about no super high-end, expensive-ass store charging you thousands and thousands of dollars to spend money with them, and they treating you like shit. We don't give a fuck no more. Stop going there. They don't want you there. They don't want your business. We don't care no more. Keep that shit. Keep the motherfucking stories to yourself, your Insta lives, your IG, your Twitter rants. We don't give a fuck about where you choose to spend ten thousand dollars on some whack ass jacket. I really don't get no fuck about where you spend three thousand dollars for some platform shoes that look like some nineteen eighty seven Asics. We don't get no fuck no more. Straight up, on a real, buy, buy your whack ass clothes and your your fucking Nikes looking jogging suits for seven thousand. And they don't treat you. They treat you like shit. They treat you like shit. It is what it is. They don't want your motherfucking business nowhere. God damn it. Anyway, I just had to get that off real quick. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know what this is. It's part of my ugly, and today we got us special co-hosts in the house, Miss Tev. How you doing, baby? I'm all right. How y'all doing out there? Um, man, you got your uh, you got your other screen up so you can see the comments. Yep, I got it going. Okay, okay. Oh, welcome back, welcome back. Been a minute since you've been in here. You know what I'm saying? Before we before we get to it, let me get to the particulars. You know what I'm saying? Uh, <laughs> I'm with my I'm with I'm with uh I'm with uh we said. Auntie Biv, <laughs> <laughs> shit, I wish, goddammit. Okay. Uh, what up, Keena? How you feel, man? Yeah, yeah. Welcome, welcome to Pardon My Ugly. As you know, which Pardon My Ugly, everything. Pardon My Ugly, uh, 
the the, the web page, the website, YouTube, Spotify, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, everywhere you go, baby, we there. Check us out, goddammit. If you don't know how we get down, all we do is talk real shit. No pandering, no ass kissing, no agendas, no biases. We just keep it real up in here, no matter what the subject. Nothing too crazy, nothing too taboo, nothing too controversial. No such thing as off limits. It's part of my ugly all day, every day. Cause we probably gonna say some shit you don't like. But if you don't like, that's too goddamn bad. Sometimes probably. This is well, you know how it is, baby. We say shit that hurt motherfuckers' feelings, cause that should be hitting home. <laughs> hit, hit dogs holler. Hit dogs holler. And that's and that's that's America in a nutshell. Hit dogs holler. But anyway, we finna get to it. How you feeling? You good? How was your week? Um, it's, my week's been pretty good. Um, I started a new job this week, so. Oh, um, shit. I think uh, we're Uber, actually, uh, corporate office. So if anybody know anything about Uber corporate office, they pay pretty good. They got excellent benefits. Just found out today after I've been working there for six months, I can go to college for free. So that's actually on my to-do list for 2022, you know? Hey, there we go. Started off with a bang, goddammit. That's what's up. Congratulations on the new gig. Thank you. I appreciate it. Shit, I might need to find me a new motherfucker. Be bullshit. <laughs> on the real, my gig been on so much bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Try to make this my full time gig so I can do what the fuck I want to do. I ain't got to listen to the motherfucker fuck ass people no more. Yeah. Straight up. Working for a good, working for a, a big corporation got its pluses and its minuses. I tell you this though. Yeah, I agree. I worked for a small company more than once, uh, and the the good thing about a small company is like they have you typically have. Like a more positive work environment, more family orientated. I guess when it's like a smaller company, but the motherfuckers can shut down on you out of nowhere. They're like they, <laughs> they will. <laughs> I do want to say, I guess probably because um, Uber is a new company, they got a lot of benefits that's like family oriented and stuff like that. Like the the office is the old post office. Y'all know about the old post office on Canal. They got uh, oh, okay. offices in there. They got a rooftop with one of the largest parks in Chicago at the top of it. Basketball court, tennis court. They got a $300 a month gym that we get membership to. Um, they fix breakfast, they fix lunch, all for free. They got, you know, for moms, breastfeeding rooms. You, They give you a free breast pump. They give you free mental health. Uh, they put your ass on the marketing team. You hear me? You sound like you're part of the recruiting team. What are you talking about? I'm just, I'm just grateful to, you know, to be blessed with some stuff like that. Because, like you said, big corporations don't really give a fuck about you at all. They want you to punch that clock. If you want to punch it right, see you. Next person come up in here. You know, so at least you can, I can land somewhere. Because I didn't want to go back to work either but you know money started looking funny i'm like let me give me some consistent pay in you feel me so i'm like at least it's somewhere where you know right. benefits kind of like all right i might as well work here for this no that shit matter that shit matter i've been in companies that do things like that and those little things go a long way especially when you start dealing, having to deal with the corporate bullshit that you're gonna have to deal That's with true. no matter where you go but when you got those extra amenities you know what i'm saying it makes it a little bit more bearable to deal with that because it's unescapable so if everything else surround everything else outside of the bullshit is up to par, then you know what I'm saying? And I'm a little bit more able to deal with that on the real. <clears throat> what you say, J Law say benefits matter? Hey, hey absolutely benefits matter. <laughs> <laughs> benefits are essential. Like benefits will make or break a decision. 
Oh, that's me. I'm sorry. Hold on. There we go. Yeah, it's all good. Yeah, because you know, you, you choose between your two jobs, like the money close. Let's say if you got to drive or whatever, like the the the, the, the uh, traveling is close. If you work from home, you both work from home, like all that type of stuff is close. But it's gonna come down to they got better health care. Mm -hmm. they, they offer help discounts on member clubs and all these different things like that. You know, they got the the free college and and other little programs that can help you out. You can get stock options and things mm -hmm. like that. Shit, you may tend to just pick the job like okay, well, shit, the money close. I'll go for all these other things. So yeah, benefits definitely matter. That is for motherfucking certain, certain. Anyway, we got a lot to get to today. God damn it. Uh, might as well kick it off top on, on, on the bullshit. Did you get a chance to look at the uh the thing I sent you about the virtual rape? Oh yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, man. Okay. Social media is fucking us up. That's just all I gotta say. Everything is just all fucked up. So the lady says she got gang raped actually in the virtual reality world. Like, mm -hmm. bitch, turn the computer off. Walk away. Like, what are you doing? You can't gang rape. And then she went as so far to say that the technology advances is so strong now that she felt like it was real life because of the mm -hmm. simulation. Girl, turn the damn computer off. Walk away. So you sat there and felt raped. Like you sat there in a virtual reality world where it was happening. And in the real world, you felt like it was happening. But you allowed it to happen. I'm going to say allow. I know you can't say that when you say the word rape. But in this case, that is allotment. You <laughs> let it happen. You lot of time to be raped. <laughs> hey. You know what? They talked about that. Like, why can't you just cut it off and all that? But <clears throat> I guess there's an argument to be made that she shouldn't have to. You know what I'm my, saying? Like, I mean, my daughter said the same thing. Like, you should feel safe in the virtual reality world. I'm like, but, you but it's safe. not real, though. So why do the real laws apply to something that ain't even real? So hey. now you're going to have virtual reality jail, you saying? Well, I don't know because then again, first of all, you don't know if it's a man or a woman. You don't even know if it's an adult or not. That could have been a motherfucking wild ass seven year old. <laughs> that could have been a gang of wild ass eight year olds who all got oculuses. <laughs> they just going around the metaverse just raping motherfuckers. Right? And they gonna be in that bitch. Let the hey, well, let the GDs in the dough. Over. <laughs> Nigga be in that bitch gay begging move. Listen, if you get a rape, I know it's sell dope in that motherfucker, right? You 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 about can you gonna hit somebody over the head for some mics in that boy? I'm no. talking about if you can everything. take a motherfucker innocence, you can sell some dope. <laughs> you, know you can sell some dope up in that bitch straight up. That shit finna be crazy. But you know they didn't already uh so I followed up on that because I just that shit when I first saw it, right. Like other than the obvious, I was like, "Get the fuck out of here!" Like, what fuck rape? It's, it's not real. Right. You can cut it off. You can go to a different room or whatever the fuck. But okay, people, I, I, I tried to to look at it, goddamn it, somewhat realistically. Like, okay, people want to be able to have a good experience. You don't want to go in there and feel bullied. But then again, I played online video games. They don't do nothing about that shit on GTA Online, <laughs> on motherfucking uh, Call of Duty. Yo, the motherfucker is savages. Man, the motherfucker be throwing the nigga this, nigga that, gay this, they be going nuts. 
So yeah. now that it's now that it's virtual, so I guess I wonder if they're gonna regulate both. Because if they can regulate virtual, they can regulate that too, right? That's what I'm saying. So then now it's gonna be like the real world. Like I gotta go there to get in trouble for talking shit. I already do that at the crib. Well, look, they can already. But keep in mind one thing: you gotta keep in mind. Metaverse is starting to actually become like, uh, like, like Kleenex. Like Kleenex is a brand. It's not. It's not tissue. It's a brand. Right. 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 Metaverse is a brand. That's right. not the actual virtual reality. That's Facebook's virtual reality. Okay. So that's number one. So we talk about metaverse, we're not always talking about the whole virtual reality. We're talking about Facebook's version. Facebook, of it. yeah. So what they have actually done is added a personal boundary feature in which people have to keep, I think it is four feet away from you, and you have to allow them in your personal space. This is within the metaverse. Well, I okay. guess that's interesting. So they've already they've already addressed it. Yeah, regulating it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And and it's the crazy part. Uh they about to start coming with these motherfucking haptic feedback suits where you can actually feel things like we gloves. So what's going yeah. on, Joe? This shit, you ever seen Ready Player One? What's the, what you ask me? You ever seen the movie Ready Player One? No, I never saw that, but I saw uh, Demolition Man. I saw them have virtual reality sex in Demolition Man. Both <laughs> <laughs> white play ass with shells. Like I never did figure out what the fuck that was. He was like, I, turn this off. <laughs> Like I just like I just I, I literally sat there and probably paused the movie for a good five minutes. Like how? Okay, like what is the me- no? It don't even listen, Joe. They this shit finna get wild. This shit finna, if you think social media they got bullying and all that shit. Imagine bullying in the in the in the virtual reality. Yeah, where people already that. don't want to deal with their reality. Yeah, there's a lot of people that are shut ins even before the pandemic that stay in the house don't have, don't have a lot of social interaction with people. So now they're gonna go into the metaverse and make it. They gonna have a real person that they watch, it's, it's crazy because they already buying property, so people gonna have to pay mm-hmm. them to live in places in the metaverse, visit places, restaurants are opening, all type of stuff like that. So it is really crazy, and that's why I said it's messing us up because you're gonna have a lot of people. As delusional now. This is going to become their life. This is what they're going to be doing because, like you said, they don't have friends. They're not outgoing. There's nobody to talk to. Yeah, their me. life I'm is going to be, be in the metaverse. I'm going to be one. I'm going to be a. I'm going to be a gangster in that bitch. I'm going to be in that motherfucker robbing motherfuckers, <laughs> bank rob. Hey, listen. I'm going to be doing all type of wild <laughs> shit. Goddamn, I'm going to be selling kids and things. You're like, I'm selling kids. <laughs> you running the metaverse black market and shit. Well, I'm going to be selling virtual guns, virtual kids, virtual drugs. I'm be that bitch. What are they going to do? Throw me in jail? I'll break out that bitch. It's a metaverse. I can just build me a weapon, bust out that bitch. I'm going to be killing that. I'm going to out 12 presidents. Listen, Joe, I'm going to be a motherfucking outlaw. Why not? Why not? What's, what's the rule? What are they going to do to me? What they gonna do? I'll be walking around fucking kids up. I'm just smack shit out of kids every time. My kids need to be smacked upside the head. I'm gonna be wild the fuck out of that bitch. Fuck it. I'm, I'm gonna try it out though. You know why? And we're we gonna get out this because I just know you can go watch sports, uh, sports virtually. That's all I want to do. But like, as soon as they let the GDs in the door, I'm gone. I, I want to get on. And the reason why I want to get on is because I don't want to get left behind. Like, right? We in that age group. Like, I'll if we you. don't. Keep up with what's going on. We gonna be old, and I'm not really trying to be old. Everything ain't for you though. Everything ain't for you though. It ain't. Ain't I'm, for like, you, I'm saying though, I'm gonna try it out and see how right. you know. I just want to be left behind. 
There's yeah, I'm gonna try it out. Like, gonna differentiate, you know, the people who can get it and the people who can't. I want to try to get it, you know. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna try it out. I'm gonna go and give it a go. I just thought that shit was funny. Like that motherfucker. Metaverse is still a virgin and it already got raped. Like motherfucker, couldn't even get a year. In it, bitch. <laughs> this is still fairly new. It's only been around for a couple years. And it's really starting to span now. That motherfucker is already. Oh boy, boy, boy. Anyway, uh another somebody want to address because really I just I didn't was unable to do a show uh for two weeks up until last week. And last week we had a pre-planned show, so we didn't really talk about a lot of hot topics. Uh I'm not sure. Are you a big sports fan, Tim? I watch sports. You in the football? I um did my research for the podcast, so I, I know where you're going, <laughs> and I'm ready. <laughs> love it, love it, goddamn it. Uh, so like I said, I didn't want to go on this too long, but Brian Flores, who in the NFL, uh, basically he's a he's attempting to be somewhat of the Kurt Flood of the NFL. I don't know if you know what Kurt Flood is, but he's the one who fought Major League Baseball uh, for free agency. So. Uh, he take he catch, he catching the L for all the brothers, man. On the coaching side, man, it's, it's obvious racism that you can you can see, but being able to see it, uh, as far as fans and, and casual observers and being able to prove it in court is two totally different ball games. Uh, he says he has proof. Uh, I'm assuming it's some type of collusion. I know he got the text message from Bill Belichick, mm-hmm. but uh, man, I hope he win because he might never coach again. They said he he might have had the Houston job, and yeah. Lovey Smith got it. So yeah, I was gonna say, but at least they still gave it to a black man, right? Yeah. <laughs> you want to see? But um, I, you know, I agree, man. But that's the chance you take when you want to be the voice. That's the chance you take. So you know, be a martyr. You know, you, that's what you want to take. But obvious, it's very obvious that the NFL is racist. Um, like I said, there's only one, make two head black head coaches now, right? Uh, I think there's like two black head coaches and like a total of five minority coaches. Because Ron Rivera is Latino. And maybe something somebody else. Mixed but they that. say the NFL is 73% black. So we don't have no representation on the coaching side. That's that's wild, you know. And then you can you can know you know they're racist. There are 75, 65-year-old white men in charge of these teams. You know, how long has Dr. King been dead? Has he been dead for 65 years? These men are racist. This is what rich white men do. They don't care about us. They just want to know how much money we can make them. That's it. That's all. Um, so I hope he wins. You know, it'll be another step for the NFL. They, you know, they've tried to do some things in the past, but you can, all the money that they have, you can just tell, like, it's kind of like a band-aid just to soothe things over, you know? Um, so I'm hoping that maybe, maybe if they, they do to start doing some right things with that, it might look a little different. I don't know. We'll see. Lovey Smith was probably, uh, an attempt to disguise their racism. A band-aid, so yeah. He might have got the job just to because he wasn't killing it at U of I like that. Uh so he might have got the job just to go ahead and so you know saying just to make the numbers look better or whatever. But I yeah. guess there's a good and a bad side to that. Uh I'll be winning, but I just wonder what's gonna come of it. Because the truth be told, like the majority of the coaches in the league should probably be black. Now you got all these players that are definitely going to the coaching now. I've been watching football since I'm a shorty, and I start to notice that these defensive coordinators and the offensive coordinators are former players now. And people like Byron Leftwich and so on and so forth. And I'm like, man, you say this a lot more often uh, as we get older. Like, yeah, these dudes, these black coaches get one opportunity to do well. They get they get put on bad franchises, uh, mm-hmm. expected to have them excel, given maybe two years, then they out the door. Like, Buddy had two out of three winning seasons. And they yeah, still I saw that. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? That. So 
I hope I hope it does something. I'm a skeptic, so I don't think it is. Uh, but man, I'm rooting for the brother all the way because he's taking a major L on behalf of every brother that want to be a head coach in the NFL. So we gotta have his back. We gotta support. Yeah, we gotta have his back. Said. You know, and it's Black History yeah. Month too. So support the brother. Power hey, to the people. I'm one of the people that's do that's not a fan of Black History Month though. Well, I you know, but it is Black History Month though. So I know. I know. <laughs> it is. what it is. <laughs> that's 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 just like more. I remember Bill, Bill Cosby once on the Cosby show was talking to Theo and he was trying to explain to Theo how you gave him something good, but he gave him something good in a shitty way. And he was like, you gave right. me a steak right. on a garbage can top. You know what I'm saying? So that's how I feel about Black uh, Black History Month. Like you just exclude us out of history completely. Like basically like we don't. Right. And then just give us some money. Yeah, except for so the shit that makes us look powerless, and then you give us a month. Like, fuck out of here. Did you see that Kanye is pushing for uh, Black Future Month? I saw that bullshit. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's a better name, right? <laughs> this is my thing with Kanye. I'm tired of hearing. I don't want to hear from a billionaire with billionaire friends who has the ability to at least start what we actually need, which is create a Black economic infrastructure keep flapping their gums i, don't I care, agree no. but he does have two schools so there's a start so but that mean jenna rose got a school fucking lebron What's got a school well they I do see. need to i agree they do need to come together we that is if we did that like black economics we'll just take over and that's what they're not ready for and we're not even smart enough to do it so i agree Hey, I mean, I, I ain't shitting on what he's doing and what he's trying to do. That's all fine and dandy. But again, I'm not, I'm not, I'm, that's why I don't march. I don't support none of that bullshit. I'm not in support of anything that does not involve creating a black economic power structure and infrastructure. Oh, uh, because that's the only that. thing that's going to ever, ever get us what we need, what we want. In this country, you don't ask for shit, you buy it. Fucking period. So we'll take it, but that's another story. Yeah, yeah. Matter of fact, yeah, <laughs> that too. But we, but we niggas. So if we take it, they gonna lock us the fuck up. So we got to buy it. Whether that's buying votes, votes, buying influence, buying laws, policies. Uh, that's the only way to get shit done in this country. And I'm tired of all this. I don't do all this kumbaya. I ain't marching. I don't want to hear nothing about all we need. To, listen, man, it's one solution and one solution only, and that's black economic power. Period. In the fucking discussion so anything else motherfucker talking about uh whoop you do i agree i agree we do need that is that's the biggest thing for us that's we it. can do that we can take over yo all you gotta do is look at the uh the, the queer community and look at how much they've been able to accomplish in a very short period of time they, they do have the caveat of having the white power structure behind them that, that's huge because it's what for white men the queer community wouldn't have accomplished a goddamn thing but the point is, goddamn it, they got money behind them, and they buy what the fuck they want. You know what I'm saying? They buy mm -hmm. leverage and influence. So, yeah, that's what we need to do. So, yeah, he, what he said was cool, but whatever. Uh, and real quick, we're gonna get back to Kanye. And Kevin. Yeah, we're gonna discuss too. him. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, real quick, not real quick. Actually, I'm, just, I'm not sure it's gonna be quick. I guess it depends on how you feel about it. What's uh, Joe Rogan? They're trying to cancel him, and then uh, I don't know if they're trying to cancel Whoopi, but they punished him. So I said, let's do Whoopi first because she's. I think she a shorter conversation. How, how you feel about the Whoopi Goldberg situation? Um, honestly, this I'm glad this is the right show for this right part. My ugly, but I don't feel like uh, <laughs> she said anything wrong. Um, especially 
Given in the time that Whoopi grew up, she experienced racism by the color of her skin, okay? When she said that this was white on white, to her it was white on white because even if these, even if they're not Nazis, here's the Jews over here and how they looking at me, I'm black. This, I'm, this is racism to me. So I think people fail to understand Whoopi's point of view and then also, good gosh, with the Jewish shit, we can't say shit about them. Like, we can't even say their name. We can't say one word about them. And you're right, because they have they have money. And like you said, they have the economic system where the Jews mess with the Jews. I read an article that a Jewish man said that the Jew the Jewish people touch money at least six or eight times before they leave their community. So you know, you're right about that. But it's like, at this point, some people don't even know, is it a religion or is it a race of people? Like, I actually... Uh, it was black Jews, right? So, I'm not... I'm, I wish my man was on here. I know a little bit about it, and I actually asked that on my Instagram, and I took it down. Just because it's that, that conversation, if not phrased correctly, you could damn near offend someone. So from my limited information, how I always understood it was, one, the original Jews are from Judea, and that's a bloodline that died out long ago, and those are people of color. That's what I always studied. And, I, and everything other than that. Some, right? Right. So, that, so the Jews were actually a people. Like, they were actually a people. They weren't okay. always just a religion. But okay. from what I understand it now, those people are basically their bloodline is died out, and all the Jews are now a religion. Uh, a religion. But again, I'm ignorant. I could be 100% wrong. I'm kind of like you. I don't know if it's a, it's, I don't really believe in race. I'm all about culture. I don't know if it's just a culture or a religion or religion and a culture at this point. I don't kind of know how that works. But I always thought that Whoopi considered herself Jewish. She changed her name to fucking Goldberg. She is a Jew. Does she practice the faith? Yes, she is. A, she's a, a black Jew. She's been, I've known that for a very long time. Goldberg right. is a Jewish name. Well, I knew she changed right. her last name. It's all good. Uh, I was aware she changed her last name to a Jewish last name, and I was, but I, like I said, I wasn't one hundred percent sure she practiced the Jewish faith. But the point being, at worst, she might have said something incorrect. She didn't say anything that was. She might have said no. something wrong at worst, but she wasn't being derogatory. Exactly. Just because you got offend, offended doesn't mean it was offensive. That's what people need to understand. So. Uh, I think how they did it was bogus, and I really think it was bogus because once she they had her apologize, and then they suspended her. If you right. don't suspend me, the fuck I'm apologizing for? Right. I, I might like, stand on my shit. Didn't like that part. I might well stand on my shit. Like if you gonna suspend, like you gonna have me come on the show, suspend me, have me eat crow, bring on a motherfucker to educate me, and you gonna fucking suspend me? Like Joe, fuck out of here. Yeah, fuck I out of here. So if I'm whoopy talking about quitting, if I was, I'd walk too. Fuck that. I would walk. I would quit. Because she was not coming from an ill intent place at all. She was just giving the way that she viewed it to people. And I think people didn't have, don't have a compassion for her either. Because like I said, she went through a very racist time and nobody's looking to see it through her eyes just because she said the word Jew. And that's the only issue. She was not mean or ill yeah, I, I don't think she gets. I mean, would let her husband wear blackface? If anything, she probably offended more black motherfuckers throughout her career. Than she <laughs> white people. I mean, I'm just keeping the book. She probably offended more black people throughout her career than she has white people. So, I mean, we fucking whoopie and all, but I ain't forget about that Ted dancing shit back in the day. I mean, I remember that shit. I'm old enough, so 
Anyway, uh, yeah, I, I wouldn't be mad if she walked. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I said, I'm assuming she got her bread together. She's been in the game a long time. She's been in the game so long. Yeah. She's a legend. She's one of the few female comedians that I actually thought was funny. I don't really yeah. think female comedians typically are funny, except for a handful of the, like the greats. Uh, but yeah, so we'll see what happens. Uh, Joe Rogan's a little bit different, though. You familiar with his situation? So I didn't know who he was until um, I heard about really? it. Yeah, I I don't I didn't know who he was until I heard about it. So I went and I listened to a few of his um, you know, like clip it the clips or whatever. And I will say that to me, he has a problem with the N-word. Like that everybody knows, like for you to be on a public forum like that, you are a white man. I don't understand, like I, I don't care how you, you're trying to use it or what phrase you want to use it in. You are a white man. And you are a public figure and you know that this word for black people is like an unspoken rule that you cannot say this word, you know. So um I just think it I just think it's I just think it was I don't like it. I don't like it at all. Okay. So so Lim, my man Lim say he and what up, Lim say he was a Joe Rogan fan. Uh I would not necessarily call myself a Joe Rogan fan. I fuck with Joe Rogan, he cool. Uh, I don't know how much you know about him. Like you say, you never heard of him, but obviously he used to do Fear Factor. He was he's huge in MMA. He's the main broadcaster, a, a color commentary guy for MMA fights. He's oh, also okay. a, he's also a very well known stand up comedian. And then his podcast is is the largest, probably the largest podcast out right now. It's probably the number one. I'm assuming if it ain't number one, it's definitely top ten in the world. Like his podcast is huge. Uh, so. I look at it like this. One, I ain't never no fan of no white dude saying nigga. I always feel like it was a power move. Uh, even the white man wanting to have the discussion of why they can't say nigga and framing it in the context of an educational conversation. Mm-hmm. It's a power move, dog. It's very easy to understand why you can't say nigga. The same reason why you can't call another man white baby. You have no, <laughs> con- you have no connection to the fucking word. Like, I see you calling your wife baby sweetie honey. I can't walk over to her and say, hey, baby, why, why, I can't do that, right? It's inappropriate, right? It's inappropriate. Just, right, because I don't have a connection to her in that way. You don't right. have a connection to the word nigga. At the best, the only other connection to it is music and hearing your black friend say it. But that word can never be used against you in the same way it can be used against us. It, can, right. it, it does have not have the same power with you as it has with us. Therefore, you can never use it. So I've always thought that was a flex. I thought, well, Howard Stern used to do that shit all the time. It was a flex. I basically think any white person who's using that word, even trying to bring it up in conversation, you're trying to get your nut off. So I don't, I didn't appreciate that. Uh, I had never heard him say it, even though I've played, I've seen many of his shows. Uh, as far as his comments about the apes, I don't know if you heard that. Uh, yeah, they said like he was he was talking to somebody and he told him like when we when we walked in it was like uh all black people or Planet of the Apes or like it was welcome to the picnic or some some right. off the wall stereotypical <laughs> type shit he said, right? Hey, hold on. It's funny because my man Liv just called me out, so I got a comment. <laughs> he said, Lance, you be doing that sweetie shit though. We talked about this, bro. So <laughs> what he talking about is I have a habit of calling any woman love or, oh, sweetie, okay. <laughs> or baby as a slang term like it's a habit i i, I call the cashier love like i just talk this way okay so it was funny because one of my homies noticed that you know you know my girl you know i just know tiffany yeah that he noticed that i called tiffany baby and he like man she engaged g and i'm like <laughs> she ain't never said nothing to me about it 
Like she never told, and, and her her fiance is. I'm pretty sure he's heard me say it. I've been to their house. I mean, he know it ain't nothing to it, but he's never met. I said, I said, you know what, bro? You're the only man who's ever said something to me about it. So then one day I'm talking to my man Lim, and I make a reference. I say that about one his lady friend. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. And he was like. You know, you know I love you, G. Yeah, he's like, you know I love you, G. But uh, yeah, don't do that shit no more. Hey, hold on, don't do that shit no more. I'm like, what you talking about, Joe? I'm like, I think that's too funny because my guy just fucking told me about that shit, and I'm sitting here saying, ain't nobody ever mentioned it to me, and it wasn't no more. I swear, it was like two days later. When that shit happened, <laughs> I, ne- I, I never even think about it. I just talk like this, like this is this. I just got, I just got that old school. When I be at the cast, I appreciate it, love. Going to have a great day, like it is how I talk. So I was like, man, I guess I might have to watch it with a dude who got a a woman who got a man because they yeah. may, and I and I gotta respect it. I right. gotta respect it. Yeah, yeah, you, know you do. I mean, because what you gonna say? <laughs> but I don't, I don't even notice I be saying it. It's yeah, just, I understand I, I, what you're saying, but yeah, yeah, I say it's so the guy talks, so he'll definitely turn around and be like, "Why he calling you, baby? Yeah, what's up?" <laughs> <laughs> and I just, I, I use that word so much, Joe. Like I see a dude at the gym, be like, "What up, baby? How you feel, Joe?" Like it's just one of them hood things. Well. Whatever. Anyway, that's just funny that he called me out on shit, especially considering what I just said too. But uh, yeah. So it's like when I honored the N word, then with the whole thing with the apes, what he said was he was going to find he was going to find a movie. He was going to find a theater to watch the Planet of the Apes. When he walked into the theater, he he said I was. He said I walked into, into the, planet. the Planet of the Apes. He's like, there was no white people oh, there. So, and then he made another. Now, that was a joke. And then after it, everybody cussed this part out. After it, he did say, like, literally in that broadcast, he was like, that was some racist shit to say. I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> literally, But no, everybody cussed that part out because he literally said that like two seconds after he said the whole. I mean, I mean, he, kudos for yourself. He called himself like, oh, that was some racist shit to say. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was like, why I say that shit? I mean, kudos for yourself right. awareness, nigga, but you're, that's how you felt in your heart. You right. Did, but he was in the, in the theater with the apes. <laughs> he had another conversation, which he was dead ass serious with a dude who was mixed, half black and half white. And he told, dude, you know, uh, genetically, you got the best of both worlds. You got. You know, the genetics of a black man physically in the white brain. Then he tried to clean it up. And he, yeah, and he tried to clean it up. And he was like, Well, I'm not trying to say the black man is right. Who up the well? So I, now listen, I understand it was a long time ago. And I understand this is how I look at it. It's kind of like uh, James Baldwin said, I don't know what's in your heart, but I know how you act, right? Cause the motherfucker asked him, you know, are white people racist or whatever? He said, I can't tell a person that they're racist, but I know your policies are racist. Your so-and-so is racist. This mm-hmm. is how I look at it. I don't know if Joe Rogan racist. I'm going to tell you, I, I can tell you the things he said make me believe that Joe Rogan is one of those people who may not be racist, but he do subscribe to some racist stereotypes. Like he may not treat any black people bad. Okay. He may have friends that are black and he good with them but that don't mean that deep down inside he don't think he's superior okay and because you think you're superior don't necessarily mean you racist in the form of like you don't do anything racist 
but you might think you better just because you white. Like, even if it's only slightly better, like if you think you a 10 and he a 9.7, but if the only reason you think you three points up is because you white, can you believe I mean, it's some racist shit? So can I you mean, believe it's some racist shit without necessarily being racist? Um, I think so. I think so. I talk to my kids. I have one daughter that's like power to the people. Like she don't play. I saw these girls. They had um, they had box locks in the Virgin Islands, but they were white. I I texted my daughter. She said they were tribal braids. I texted my daughter. She said slap them for the culture. Cause what tribe do they belong to? The Pilgrims. Like that's how that's how power to the people she is. But I do. I think that. Like we, like we said, racism, civil rights was not too too long ago removed. At all. So there are some people who are like, I got black friends. I went I go I went to school with black people. You know, I I ate lunch with black people, you know, but in their household, they have a granny or a grandma who is or a granddaddy who is telling them things about black people that they might not necessarily know is true or right, but it's like in a head. So I think it is like some type of balance that we're kind of like going into now because people, the world is opening up a little bit more, you know, black people are being more recognized. People are, you can't really display your racism out in public. You you know what I'm saying? Like you could back in the day, <laughs> you might wind your ass up in the hospital or something if you display it to oh, the right person. It. So we've seen it, <laughs> the, the nigga knockouts. Right. So it's like I do think it is like a spectrum now because people people might do believe in stereotypes like they probably think all black chicken, all black people do eat chicken because we love chicken. Like we so, you think, chicken so, so, do you, so you think you can believe in some racist, yes, but, but not necessarily be racist, be racist. I do think so. I do. No, no I say I definitely think you can because black people do it all the time. <laughs> And we can't be racist for sure. We all know well, to be. We can well, be prejudiced. Right. We can be prejudiced. You can be bigoted. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. we, we use those these terms really interchangeably because people say, because I'm with you. Racism is you had to have the ability yeah, you to, gotta have have racism, to be a racist, yeah, you really. Know. Right. You, you can just be a bigoted or prejudiced white person, black person. Like my yeah. baby. She prejudiced as hell. <laughs> She'll tell you, like, I have no problem with it. <laughs> <laughs> No problem. But let me tell you that she was born this way. I'm going to tell you a quick story real quick. Uh, she was like four years old for Christmas. I bought her the princesses. One of the pr the princesses that she opened up was Cinderella. My okay. baby was four years old. She threw it down on the ground and said, why would you buy me a white baby? I'm black. <laughs> she ran around, grabbed the door, like closed the door. She told me, you ruined Christmas. My baby <laughs> won't play like that. I love your daughter. Your daughter <laughs> needs to be not play like <laughs> she called them the the oppressor. She do not play, and she was born that way. She told me the ancestors reside in her. Man, what the she fuck did. the doctor did to her when she came out the womb? Her nigga, soon as she was born, they would have gave her shots. When they would inoculate her motherfucking ass, you know, you that baby do not play. We watched the um the 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 tender the uh, tender swindler. We watched it. She said, never trust a white man. <laughs> hey, I got to be your daughter. Hey, your daughter and my daughter would get along fucking great. Because my daughter, my daughter be up with definitely on the black power shit early. She started that shit in grammar school. And I used to laugh. I thought that shit was cool though. Cause she did she came yes. up with it on her own. But no, your daughter over the top. I love it's it. It's pretty, it's cool. It for sure is cool. Cause she don't play. She'll argue down about it too. 
Hey, gotta get him. Got we're gonna see what happened to Rogan. Uh, they got too much money behind dude. They got about a hundred million a year, something behind dude. Uh, you know, they got the fucking uh all the artists, well, not all like three artists, fucking uh Joni Mitchell, and it was somebody else. I forgot an older rock artist to, to my poor day music off. Like, ain't nobody really bumping y'all. She like, why if I not making no money from you niggas, man? Spotify, they've been, it's, they having a couple, a little trouble, right? Like they didn't get a few little bumps, right? I mean, I mean, it all. I mean, it all depends on what you mean. Bumps. A lot of this shit just end up bringing you more attention. The same way when these fucking clothing lines bring out these racist, these racist garments, and people blast them for it, they end up making more money just from the fucking uh, the eyes that are on them. So yeah, you got a point there. Yeah, all publicity is good publicity, like they say. Ain't nothing different. Uh, we were talking earlier about speaking of publicity. Goddamn it, Kim and Kanye. Uh. Nah, I don't want to get too deep in them, but I do want your opinion on how you feel about them playing all they bullshit out in the public arena. Well, personally, I hate it, but <laughs> yeah, usually when I come on this show, y'all, I be like, on my regular page, I want to say that I am, I do not hold these niggas, these niggas is wow. But on here, for some reason, the topics always have me siding with the men, right? But today, ladies and gentlemen, Kanye is getting his Chicago nigga act on. That's all he doing. He acting just like a Chicago nigga. Oh, I, Every, I gotta, we got to get into this. Go ahead. We got to get into this. I'm much, telling you, he acting like a Chicago nigga. nigga. He acting like a Chicago nigga. He didn't even care. Kim asked the man not to go to Wyoming. He went anyway. She told him he was going to lose his family if he went to Wyoming. He went anyway. Kim cool. He out here with the brides. He living life. Soon as she go public with a nigga, now he, Kim, 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 what are you doing? He acting like a Chicago nigga. This is what y'all do. This is what they do. This is, yes, ma'am, it is a hookah. <laughs> this is what y'all do. Okay, I'm not done because this nigga is clowning, right? Oh, so, shit. Get the shit off. He goes, he, after that, she like, I don't want to have anything to do with you. Woo, 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 woo. You stay over there. I stay over here. This nigga moves in, bounce the house across the street. Why did you do that? Like, where, like, why did you do that? I don't want to see you and your bitch over there. You don't need to see me and my nigga over here. That's a Chicago nigga. You want to see his kids. You want to see his kids. Nah, 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 nah. If you want to see the kids, you wouldn't have moved your ass to Wyoming. You'll still be in a house with your wife and your kids. Now, he acting like a Chicago nigga, and I know y'all not going to agree because y'all some Chicago niggas. But this is what y'all do, fool. I want to know what Chicago nigga, nigga is. Idiot. I'm telling you, I'm running it down right now. You're not listening. Okay. I'm listening. <laughs> You're not listening. He moved in across the street. Then, after you move in across the street, you go and say, you're going to whoop my nigga ass on the track. <laughs> and you talk about how you moved in across the street just to boss up on me. That's some Chicago nigga shit. Go right in the studio, man, Joe. I got to lay this track right quick. <laughs> Dear, today, wait, wait. Then he got mad about the birthday party. You a gazillion now. You ain't invited me to the birthday party. party. I want to bust a pinata. The fuck? Have your own damn birthday party, which he did, by the way. Which he did. And Kim wasn't invited to. Why can't go yours? Why or she didn't come. Or she didn't come. Okay. Look, this and then today he goes, Oh, may God bring my family back. <laughs> Kanye. <laughs> 
Kanye, your Chicago is showing, my boy. Uh, it's on full force. Why Chicago got to catch the L for Kanye? This how, Cause this how y'all act. Call, oh. your, call your cousin, ask some ladies on here. Y'all tell me y'all ain't got no friend that's been through this exact same thing. This is y'all mentality. Y'all either this or y'all common. It ain't no in between. It's this. Or it's common. So hold on, hold on, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. So, so, so common. I, I think common is a bust down for every average celebrity of the game. But you tell me what is common to you. Common is a smooth ladies man. He okay. will take you, make you be his for a little while, just because he got you on your shoulder. But he want to keep all his little lifetime bonded partners he got in the background. And then when you find out about the bonded partners, is this was working out. This was great. I really loved it, but I can't do this. I don't want to be committed. Oh, I, I, just, I just want to live life. Nigga, what? I done wasted three years on your ass. I'm almost 40. You tonight, you want to live life because you still fucking this bitch over here. You could have been saying that. Well, he ain't promised you nothing. You could have been saying that. You didn't have to be committed. Nigga, what? we don't got to be committed. Man, Who could have been saying that? Man, you you could have been out there fucking your lifetime partners. I got a few lifetime partners over here. I could have been fucking. <laughs> we could have came on. together, and when we came together, life could have been beautiful. And when we separated, life be beautiful and come back together. You won't stop shitting on Chicago niggas. Like, I've been seeing a lot of Chicago niggas slander on the fucking timeline lately. I admit. Chicago niggas have been making us look bad. Like the three most popular Chicago niggas have been fucking up our name, which is D Wade, Kanye, um, and I don't, I don't really think Common fucking up the Chicago nigga name. Like maybe amongst the women, but to me, I just see him knocking back a whole bunch of average chicks. Like he just, you know, moves, just of course, because you're a Chicago nigga. It's like I that. mean, I, don't, I, I, <laughs> I mean, listen, if he ain't lying to these chicks. Then what's the problem? He's I'm, a serial committer. You don't have to. He doesn't have to commit to people. That's what that's what all men do. Y'all under the assumption that these that these women were great mates. What if what if all these women he date them, goddammit, they end up, you know what I'm saying? Cool. Be by yourself for a little while. But he tried. He, he listen. We he can a woman, you meet a woman, you like her, you spend time with her. And then after a while, sometimes it take a little bit longer than others. You start to be like, you know what they say? And there you go. So that just don't work. So Why every, gotta be the nigga with spending so day? So, uh-uh, I know how y'all operate. You and you, he can trick Tiffany Haddish. You can trick whoever you can trick. I know how y'all operate. I told that girl when they first got together on her post, I told her, I said, you're not ready for you this. You told her on her post? On that post, when they first got together, I tagged her name and everything. And told her, you're not ready for this Chicago man. <laughs> Yo, the Chicago man slander is out of fucking control. Hold on. <laughs> I I can't do it. Y'all gonna stop with the Chicago man slander. We I think I created that. I think, I think I created that. I think I started that. I'm gonna need you to uncreate that shit because that shit is a <laughs> negative connotation and I don't like that shit, goddamn. Fuck you, bitch. Chicago niggas stand up niggas. Just the three niggas at the forefront. They just misrepresenting us. Right now, you know what I'm even saying. The real niggas, niggas even the real niggas is either crazy or ladies' men. It's like it ain't no. What's wrong with being a ladies' man? I look. This, this ain't even on the top. Go back to Kanye. <laughs> what happened? Go back to. I just saw a lot of Chicago man slander. I kept seeing this shit pop up, but I just I was like, man, what's what, what's that? 
was a, anyway, okay. But listen, I think he listen. I've always said Kanye is a lame, and I feel like when a lame gets his hands on a bad chick, that he, he won't be able to handle her because he a lame. Like it takes a certain type of personality to handle a certain caliber of woman, and yeah, just because you're capable, topic. say what? I said that bring up a good topic. I'm just saying because just because you're capable of getting her doesn't necessarily mean you should have her. Like yeah, because you only got you only got her because of the bread. Because if you didn't have no bread, this type of chick would put like this. It's a certain type of dude who can get good looking woman. He may not be able to get a certain caliber of woman because he's not in that arena. No, he ain't got a certain type of bread. He don't move in them circles, but he can always get good looking woman. He can get the highest caliber of women in his circle. Okay. That's the type of dude who can go in any circle as long as he got the prerequisites and he's going to be good. But see, then you got dudes like Kanye. Well, typically, if it wasn't for their talent, they wouldn't be able to get these type of women. If they didn't have money, they wouldn't be able to get these type of women. But they want these women because all men want the baddest chicks. Now, you can tell Kanye right. you're lame for this one reason. It's how you know Kanye lame. He's Kanye West. He can get any woman he wants. Any woman in the world will at least listen to his story and give him a shot. He fucking Kanye. And this nigga go get what he perceives to be the popular bad chick and Kim Kardashian. You see what I'm saying? So a lame will look at her and see bad chick. Everybody want her. If I make her my wife, you gotta check the shorty. <laughs> yeah. A lame will see a situation like Kim Kardashian and think she a, she a bad chick. All the dudes want her. She's super popular. If I make her my wife, if I get her, that make me the top nigga. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Okay. He's looking at he looking at her status. Like okay. Jay got Beyonce, but Beyonce a stand-up woman. Okay. Kim, Kim ain't got that history. Kim got a history of being a high-power groupie, essentially. She a rich groupie. She just she just jumped from celebrity nigga to celebrity nigga for a lot of her life before she got with you. So now you got a wild chick who you can't handle. And you a wild nigga. You eccentric. You super egotistical. You a narcissist. Chicago. <laughs> no, nah, Chicago niggas ain't like that dude. Wild. There's a lot of a lot of he a genius and a lot of geniuses. They different. I agree with geniuses. that. I, I do agree with that aspect. Yeah. Also, a lot of ultra successful men are super selfish because the only well, well, ultra successful people are super selfish because the only way you get there is being selfish. So you got a a, 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 a goofy nigga wilding out in public because he don't know how to handle his chicken. He embarrassed. He don't know how to. You don't know how to handle none of these situations. So he doing what lames do. That's how I, I look think at he it. a lame for sure. That's how he just doing what lames do. This is how That's a lame a lame chick would leave him. So he'll go get another bad chick and parade her around as if to say, I'm good. I can easily replace you. Like, Hold that's the now. visual he think he's giving off. That other girl ain't bad. She's just a regular old white girl. He went and got... I would say she's a regular old white girl. but She, she ain't not spectacular me either. But, I mean, the point is, he think he's stunning on Kim. In his mind, to walk around, to go party and be out with all these high power people and the bad chicks and all this. Now you stunting on Kim and I don't give a fuck about you. But a real motherfucker no Joe, you just out there looking bad. Because Kim on your mind while you're doing all this shit. Yeah, everybody can tell. Like, you know, everybody can tell. And I know people hate the Kardashians, whatever. But and right now, Kim is like really she just chilling. 
Kanye is looking like so super thirsty. Like he don't even know which way to go, what way to turn, you know, like what to do to get her attention. That's what he's looking like right now. Yeah, right. But I, I ask you this, not even not even on Kim and Kanye and them. What do you do when you got a difficult to deal with baby daddy, baby mom? Oh man. I just for me, I detach. So I had I have a four-year-old. And when we broke up, we broke up when she was a couple of months old. It was like right before she turned one. So it was kind of rough. Like, um, <clears throat> like we were we was arguing and stuff. I think because it was still feelings involved, you know? Like I think that's what once you take away the feelings, things work out. Like now we have like zero issues. You know you're not coming to my birthday party. Sorry, have your own. Um you whatever is it, you know, he, he comes have some issues if he can't come to the birthday party. No, we don't we don't we don't have no intertwined life. Her life for her dad is her life for her dad, her life for her mom, it's her life for her mom. Her dad gets her on Sunday nights and I take her back to I, I pick her back up on Tuesday. So she have her two days over there and we have our days over here and that's just it. You can see her whenever you want, you know, and he's a good dad. He gets her mo uh, most of the time when he's supposed to get every weekend, he gets her. But we don't, I mean, our life is just different. There's no need okay. to mix the two. She's your daughter. She's my daughter. We have her 50-50. Your party, my party. And she's a princess, so why not? Two parties. Yeah, but y'all, listen, if y'all got along, he'd be able to come to your party. We do get along. We don't, we do get along. We get along great. But he can't come to your party. <laughs> I mean, there's no need for him to be there. <laughs> there's no need for him to be there. I guess if you want to slide through, maybe, but <laughs> like, why? He probably wouldn't, to be Listen. honest with you, he probably wouldn't, don't even know what it is I'm going to do for my baby for her birthday or when I'm going to do it. Like, our lives are completely separate. I'm not saying that y'all, what y'all got don't work for y'all or none of that. I'm just saying that if there was no issues at all, he'd be able to come through. Like, I can go through to my uh, ex-wife house Party. I, actually, I actually I go over there when they had a party because I don't I don't throw my daughter a separate party. I just go to mm -hmm. I just go I just go to the party because the mother probably won't that well that let's be, like my older daughter, she just she a teenager. But like my youngest daughter, either we'll do it together or she having something at her house. I go through there and bring my gift and kick it over there for a couple hours, then I get up out of there. You know what I'm saying? No big deal. All I can tell you is we get along great. I don't um we don't argue, we don't fight. Right. We just you have, know, you ever, have you ever had any real issues with your child with your children's father? Um, like even when it's like I know when I first got uh separated from my ex wife, that shit was that shit was no with him <clears throat> with the other ones. No, I have three. Um, I was a teenager with the first one, so no, there was no issues. But with him, there were issues when we first broke up, like super really bad issues. Mm -hmm. And but like I said, I think that's because feelings were still involved. We like he and I just detached. So like whenever he try or want to talk to me about something outside of my daughter i would just never answer back <laughs> and like seriously he still do it like every three or four months like new year's eve he sent me his long text about how what he, loved, he, he loved it and he should have knew what he had Listen, that is just classic nigga shit. If if done appropriately, 
you can keep you can keep your you can keep the the dough crack forever. I think you're absolutely forever. right. You're absolutely right. You're I used to be the king right. of that shit, Joe. If I the, keep a dough crack like a motherfucker. You're dough. absolutely right. If the ship ain't sailed, then yes, you can get yeah. in. The, yeah. the little yeah. you occasional right. text message, be a little nice. Yeah, God you're damn absolutely right. Wait a couple of weeks. Man, I something before. Listen. <laughs> I done kept motherfucker on the string for years, G. Yeah. <laughs> and they know I had other situations, but if she going through a bad day, I'll go ahead and listen. I may not even see it for three, four. It don't matter. It don't but matter. You right. Keep that dope. You know when a nigga ready to slide. <laughs> <laughs> I was the king. Oh, my when God. That is so true. Joe, when I was so young true. and in college, I figured out very early on. I, I will never proclaim to understand women because I don't. But it's some things I do understand. And that emotional attachment shit, when y'all really love a nigga, Joe, y'all just don't let go like that unless he like fuck you over. Over, over. yeah. It's when, when your love is not fighting this trauma. You know what I'm saying? But if it just didn't work out or you know, y'all got into it or y'all was fighting a little, whatever the case may be, but it wasn't like no serious trauma that ended y'all. Man, nigga, What? Man, you keep that dope crack forever. Listen, I done, I done had an ex-girlfriend. <laughs> she done got married. And I used to still be able to slide over there because she hit me up and nine there because that dope always stayed crack, Joe. Years, Joe. I wouldn't see her for three, four years and she'd pop back up and if a motherfucker wanted to. I agree. I that, that's that's definitely real. That's, that's definitely real. Like I said, I got a couple yeah. of lifetimers. You know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> That's that's why dudes that's why dudes be like, man, I can always go back to my baby mama. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And niggas be really believing that because they be having that ability. And just be like, no, nah, that nigga can't slide back in. Sweetheart. The, the way you well, I don't know about kids, but I'm telling you to my baby daddy don't stand a chance. I leave his ass on every time. Every I time I get, I leave him on red. But <laughs> I, hey, Lance, look, one day he called and said, me and my baby called and he said, ask her, do she do, do you, do she know how she got her name? I said, nope. <laughs> Hung up. Hold on, what's her name? How to ask your mom, did she ever tell you how you got your name? No, I don't want to talk about that. We're not going to. nickname? My baby name. That's what he told my baby to ask me. Oh, oh. He just trying to get a conversation in. Yeah, we're not going to talk about that. Oh, you want to reminisce, nigga? You want to reminisce? You want to reminisce, nigga? Uh, Yeah, I got something to reminisce. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, reminisce on his tone. (laughs) Hey, nigga, I'm trying to get that anyway. Like, I got right up out of there. Like, you're not going to do that. That's This is dead. (laughs) Wait until you find out. So, you know, nigga shit. Listen, uh, you know my words, Chicago. For the most part, women are suckers until they get fed up. Y'all some suckers, and a nigga got all type of tactics to keep the door open, to reopen the door, to get back. Man, I done pulled so much bullshit. Motherfucker fake like they going through some shit just to get on the phone. Because yes. once, once I get you on the phone, it's over. Just to get on the phone for sure. For what? sure. Let her think you're going through some shit. For sure. Motherfucker will send you a picture to my thing. They locked up. No, see, I ain't got to do all this. Yeah, yeah, they will. I'm telling you. Oh, that's right. That's we got much. You don't know the Chicago side. I know the, <laughs> I know the Chicago side. You right, my bad. 
I should have been. I ain't, I ain't going that far, but these, I'm just. I'm telling you, these niggas are weird. They weird. Hey, I believe. It. Listen, I got a long-standing policy of believing everything women say about niggas. <laughs> <laughs> listen, whatever y'all say happened, that shit happened. I, listen, I know niggas. I don't put nothing past no nigga. At you least never, listen, no matter what you tell me, you will never hear me say, "Man, ain't no nigga never did that shit." <laughs> yes, he the fuck did. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> listen, I asked my guy at the barbershop. I got a homie. He been my friend forever. I say, fam, if a motherfucker came to me, came to you, and told you some wild ass shit about me, what would you say? You said I had to talk to you first. I'm like, see, I know. <laughs> exactly. Because exactly. he wants to see if it's real or not. Huh? Listen, I ain't going to listen. If it's an incident with another man, I have a lot of confidence saying, my guy did, did not do that. Who up the wearing? With a woman? I don't know. I don't know. I wasn't there. I got to talk to her. I don't know. <laughs> I don't give a fuck what you were saying. Unless it's like some violent crime or something, but it's some wild shit. When a chick be like, man, your guy will do a who up the wearing? I can't. He might have did that shit. Let me talk to that nigga. <laughs> I got to understand. It might be some circumstances surrounding that where Buddy had to make a move. Like, man, Joe, I know niggas. I done seen niggas do some shit. I done seen niggas portray themselves. Man, listen, niggas be portraying themselves one way in front of their guys, and then you see them with their girl, and you see a completely different. Oh my being. Oh my god, that's so true. You be like, who the fuck is this? That's so true. Like this nigga be acting that hard outside, be talking that tough in the crib. He don't call no shots. Now we run around following orders like a motherfucker girl talking to him crazy and shit. And he come back to you, man. She just be talking crazy. Nah, nigga, I want to hear. Nah, nah. Oh, she just mad. Nah, she ain't mad, nigga. It's oh, like, my God. Go. That's true, though. Yeah, chick be beating his ass verbally. He just be, man, That's listen, true. I believe anything. Chick tell niggas some wild shit. Hey, I believe until I, until, he, until I find out different. I believe it because niggas ain't shit. That <laughs> That's facts. <laughs> Niggas ain't shit. We terrible. We wild. We do anything for some ass. Goddamn it. Thing. That's so weird. Like, <laughs> that's so weird. Yo, but, you know. women, hey, listen. I know this wasn't a subject, but you listen. Women got a monopoly on the pussy. <laughs> y'all got all the, some kind of way, y'all got all the pussy. <laughs> so, y'all, we all want pussy. Y'all got it all. Like, ain't no extra pussy laying around nowhere. Nigga, go pick us. If you want we pussy, got it you all, and y'all yeah. want it all. Y'all want all yeah. the pussy, every all of them. No, we need all of them. Well, we don't need all of them, but we need some pussy. And, and yeah. the only way to get it all is through women. Y'all go is y'all go is all of them. Eventually, eventually nah, y'all nah, stop. Nah. But in the beginning, y'all start out like I'm gonna, I'm gonna get all of them. I you gotta catch them all. That's a common misnomer. That's actually not true. <laughs> actually okay, not true. we'll go with that. It's actually not true. Most niggas would love to have one good ass chick, cause most niggas can't get one good ass chick. Oh, okay. We'll we'll go with that. We'll go with that. There's a yeah. lot of your friends that you think got bitches. <laughs> they ain't got no bitches. It's they be telling you the same stories with different motherfucking endings every time they talk to you. Motherfuckers ain't got no bitches. <laughs> God damn it. That's why the one chick they get, they love to fuck out her dirty draws and they go through all type of shit with Shorty. And you be like, Joe, you could do so much better, but he can't. Mm. He can't. Not his well, mind. I guess. I'm gonna have to take your word for it. I guess. Listen, I know, listen, you might know when I know niggas. <laughs> 
I know niggas. I know niggas be lying. Niggas do not be. It's, it's, it's the niggas who be getting a lot of ass. It's like ten percent of men. The niggas who y'all be always talking about. Niggas, all y'all want to do, y'all want to fuck everything. That's ten percent of men. And the reason y'all see them the most because they do the most talking. They do the most talking. They get the most action. It's, it's the same ten percent of niggas fucking all the chicks. And then there's ten percent of niggas who don't get no women at all. Well, I know that. Right. There's so, so some niggas out here that just. Right. That's why, why they buying pussy. They buy it. They, listen, this nigga still buy pussy on Cicero. Now, if a nigga go on Cicero to buy some pussy, what type of women you think he approaching? That's deep. None. The ones on Cicero. Joe. The nigga going on Cicero buying heads from a chick on Cicero. That's it. Joe, shorty ready to sell her teeth for some rocks. And you over here buying head from this motherfucker, Joe? Nah, G. Nah. Nah. Trust me. Nah. <laughs> Tell me about teeth for some rocks. Joe, you listen, niggas do it's some women that I know you've seen that when you look at them, you like a motherfucker raw dog, huh? Yeah. Some niggas too. And then you and then you meet her, you be like, you got three baby daddies? (laughs) You got three separate niggas to raw dog, yo? Oh, you divorced. Like Joe, that's true too. Joe, I ain't gonna lie about that. You, it is some people you didn't look that like. Damn. <laughs> I just ain't happily married, motherfuckers. Like, how y'all find each other? Like, I gotta know how y'all met Joe. How, how you two motherfuckers get together, Joe? <laughs> y'all had to work together. I know this nigga ain't had a. I seen this nigga face. He ain't got the ball to speak to nobody. <laughs> Listen, you know some niggas that in their head they know any woman they approach is an instant no. Listen, instant no, yeah. So, so the only way they meet the woman is they be friends with her first. They got to befriend her, they got to meet at work, at school, introduce she she at church, she at God fair, like Joe so, so. <laughs> <laughs> He knows they got a mess. He look a mess, he ain't got no money, his future ain't bright. What would he finna get? Come on, Joe. You overweight. You work a dead end job. You live in a fucking studio apartment, one bedroom apartment. You got a raggedy ass car. You don't have no slick mouthpiece. You're not well dressed. You don't have a talent to show off. You ain't well known. We're talking about a lot of men right now. If they ain't well dressed, you just ain't got no great body. You could be skinny, whatever the fuck. This is a lot of men we're talking about. I guess. We, <laughs> I, I guess. I I'm gonna let you have that. Yeah, what? Uh, that, that should bring us to our next topic. They do. Exactly. <laughs> that cold ass white boy. <laughs> you watched the whole thing? I watched the whole thing. Yeah. Tim Tim yeah. He ain't committing no crimes. Me and my kids said the same thing. Like, if he was in America doing that, he would have got away scot free. Or if he's a woman. He didn't do that one thing wrong. Or if he's a woman. Or if it was a woman, you think so? Even over there in, in that country over there, in Norway, Amsterdam. I don't know all the rules over there. And let's be clear. This motherfucker is a scumbag now. Nah. Like, this right, motherfucker right. is a like, world. Like Shorty said. Like Shorty said. This nigga ain't shit. It wasn't <laughs> <laughs> this motherfucker is a world-class, USDA, grade-A-approved, licensed, practicing scumbag. But he is wow. excellent with his bullshit. Excellent, excellent. But you know what he did? He picked older, established women who have some money or access to get some money. Yep. 
Yeah. And he he told them he got to know them and uh told them what they wanted to hear and tricked their ass into a fantasy world. <laughs> what yeah. you just say a few minutes ago, if women love you, it's like it ain't it's almost some nothing that we wouldn't do for you. But you know? did this shit to these bitches in 30 days. Yeah, I ain't yeah, I ain't get that part either. How the fuck you get a chick to take out multiple loans for twenty and thirty thousand dollars, knowing her for thirty days? And, and they spend no time together. And he was telling all they ass the same story. All they ass, I'm running from my enemies. <laughs> what you doing? Hey, hey, he could have told no sister that shit. <laughs> Suggestions on how you can handle this. She know people too. Well, we ain't got no, we ain't got no twenty thousand though. <laughs> okay, let's 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 be honest. I cannot I, I cannot feel bad for those women for one particular reason. Them bitches got the IQ of a dustpan. How the fuck you telling me that a nigga is a diamond heir, family to a multi-millionaire or billionaire family? A billionaire. Mm -hmm. And when he runs it, and when he runs into money trouble, he call you, you. This motherfucker, he ain't got no rich uncles, cousins, friends, business. <laughs> he a billionaire. He calling a regular nine to five working woman to bail him out of this situation when he's a billion. Come I didn't know Peter ain't got no money. <laughs> Did you ask Peter? <laughs> as soon as the shit came on, I'm like, hold on. You think a millionaire needs your credit card? He can't call this day? Like, what are you talking about? Like, what? Sell a diamond, nigga? What are you talking about? What you mean? Not only do he need your credit card, you got to take out loans. 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 The lady was taking out loans uh, to help to help a millionaire get round. And that was the lady that said that they was just friends. They didn't even like each other romantically, right? The second one, she gave his ass oh. like thirty thousand, but she only gave him the thirty. The, I think it was she gave him thirty, and then he told her he sent uh he sent her like a, a hundred, and she gave him another ten or some shit like that. I don't know, but yeah, she but they weren't even. The way she made it sound like they weren't fucking damn there. She made it just sound like he was just fun to party and kick it with. And yeah, she, she was hanging out with him and his other girlfriend. And yeah, she said that she she went to the first date like they tried to kiss or something, but they didn't feel it. Right. That it was a platonic relationship. And she was like, um, I, I had some money in a bank, and I'm thinking to myself, like, what is more more important? Someone trying to kill your friend or my new apartment? Like, bitch, how many times they trying to kill him? Yeah, so, so he said they say this motherfucker swindled women till about ten million dollars worth of shit. He got that first check for a hundred and fifty thousand. The man was in Rolls Royces, Bugattis. Like the man was living an excellent life, and all he did was four months. Hold on, That's a good was to me four months? Was? Not was. Oh, he, not was. Currently, correct. He opened up a biz. This thing out there put out an album. <laughs> this thing gonna be the hottest rapper from Tel Aviv. This motherfucker. Oh man! This motherfucker. Yeah. 
And this is a good point. Like you said, people, some people are lame and some people just get it. Because this wasn't even no handsome dude. He wasn't handsome. I didn't see some handsome white guys. This dude look like a regular Kermit the Proud guys nigga. He got glasses on and shit. Non-assuming ass, regular old white dude. The little beard. He didn't even keep that shit perfect. He was a little patchy right here. You know what made him not regular? Listen, Joe, this what made him not regular is when on your after y'all first date, which ain't supposed to be nothing but a coffee date because he got to leave in a couple hours. This motherfucker want to fly you out on a private jet. Put That's how he was flying and sinking them. Yeah, yeah. And it's supposed to be a first date. First date. I'm going to fly you out. Five star hotel. This no, she wouldn't even go to another nigga crib for dinner on the first date. But for this <laughs> nigga, she going to fly to a whole other motherfucking country. With a nigga she just met only a couple hours ago, but because he's rich, he's safe, right? Mm -hmm. He's safe. Yeah. Yeah. She, she's oh, I'm on now. I never, I never did none of this stuff. And even her girlfriend is like, "Well, you see that text? I'm like, you're crazy. You don't know this motherfucker." She's like, "But I think I, I got a good feeling about him." Okay, <laughs> all right. He got a good feeling about you too. <laughs> you yeah, that was wild. I just, I'm like these, these women. I don't know, like. It's got to be something so deep. He like he picked the right people because it's got to be something in them so deep that he saw that they were looking for to that they would believe all of this stuff coming out of this man. I don't now, think it's that. I it think was outlandish stuff though. Like I don't think it's that pictures, at all. You don't think so? Like even the pictures and the um the pictures of them being hurt. Ain't no bruise or nothing. It's just like some red ketchup or something coming out. That man rented out a whole ambulance. They had a motherfucking paramedic back there. And one of these <laughs> bitches that paid for the he ambulance. Got, he got his mask laid up with him and shit. God damn it. He, they said he was using her car to pay for her stuff and her car yeah. to pay for his stuff. And yeah, get this. Yeah, I, I gotta give it to him though because. That was a heck of a life to live, and you only got to do four months, and you, you get back out tense. and get right back know, to it. I don't know why you still talking past tense. He's still getting to it. That's what I, that's what I said. He get right back to it. So you know all this shit happened in like 2015. They yeah. just kicked him off, off Tinder like yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> Stick a get motherfucking money, Joe. But you know what he do? I don't think he just picked particular. I mean, I think he just take a shot at a lot of different women until he get one, and when he get one, he ride her hard. It's like niggas in the club. Like just because he got a lot of chicks, don't mean that he, every chick he talked to, he get. He might he might have got three phone numbers that night, but he might have hollered at twelve women. So dude, meet a bunch of yeah. meet a bunch of women. He obviously going to attract a lot of attention from women because of how he dressed. You know what I'm saying? He probably he speaks probably speaks a couple of different languages. I'm sure he got some slickness to him. He was to be, to be, to be that kind of a salesperson. You got to have a lot of confidence. You do. And this, this is about charisma. Yourself. You got to be a very charismatic person right. in order to get away with stuff like that. He told that lady that he was a tear, like he was a terrorist. He was in the Messiah. What did he tell her? I, I forgot what he said. He was undercover. He was undercover. I didn't understand his lie. That didn't make sense to me. Like, Joe, all you doing is selling diamonds. What, who, the, who the fuck are all these enemies? You selling blood diamonds, nigga? Like, I had questions. Like, why you keep saying your enemies? I thought you were a businessman. Are you a undercover agent? You, you James Bond? Like, he what do you mean? He told the one lady he was. And like, who the fuck beating you up, motherfucker? And that listen, listen. All the kept all the time. I just kept thinking this shit happened to niggas every day. <laughs> oh my god! 
listen, maybe not that elaborate of stories, but how many lies you didn't think chicks done told these rich niggas and get them for thousands here and thousands there. They need money to pay their tuition. They got to pay their rent. They got to pay for abortion. They got this situation. They got that situation. Who say them situations ever exist? My mother is, is 75 years old. She told me a story about her friend in college who used to always wear furs. And she was wondering where she was getting the money from. And her friend flat out told her she'd be telling dudes that she need abortion. That she just take the money and go shopping. Mm. And keep in mind, my mama's 75 and this was in college. So women been running game on niggas forever. Taking her for their bread, turning having a baby into a whole fucking career. Because you know if you have a baby by this nigga, he gonna have to hit you with 10, 12, 15, 20,000, 20, 30,000 a month. Trapping niggas. Like, they just got one outlandish nigga and got somebody to write a story about him. But if this was a woman about doing this shit to a man, that shit would have been a comedy. It would have been a comedy. That should have been a comedy. <laughs> motherfucker would have been laughing, calling that motherfucker. That shit wouldn't even been that. Listen, they wouldn't even have got nobody to pay that shit no attention. You know how many athletes that probably came off thousands of thousands of dollars to some lying ass chick that they had feelings for, they love to try to get out of situations. Man, niggas be tricking off money on chicks. Man, this, that shit was funny. I ain't feel no sympathy for y'all dumb. Y'all just done. Nigga know you for 30 days and you got this nigga you came out of 150,000 for four months. I definitely agree. Women do dumb ass shit for niggas. Hey, but I'm here to tell my I'm here to tell my lady friends we don't have to do that. <laughs> Come up out of that. But hold on. She not even think about how dumb this was. When she fell in love with dude, they was barely even seeing each other because he was always gone. Yeah. But you well, you know, people say that all the time. They fall in love with people off the internet. So like that's not that's not outlandish, but I guess I I don't think I've ever I have never fallen in love with anybody off the internet, but people say they do. I can't fall in love with nobody. I ain't fucking. <laughs> I can't either. I ain't even gonna lie to you. I mean, I don't listen. I, ain't I me gotta see what's to it. I ain't <laughs> I ain't give me that. That whole movie was ridiculous. That shit was some dumb ass shit. I just thought the shit. I was so tired of sitting there just shaking my head like Joe. Y'all dumb. Like at some point, the same thing. I don't necessarily this feel so dumb. Yeah, I don't feel sympathy for dumb ass people. Just thinning out the herd. Yeah, it's I agree. They were. They were. They were extremely dumb. But shout out to She was pretty funny. The the last girl. She was pretty funny. And she got her little money back, and he was. She got some of it. He got her for a lot of money, but she got. Yeah, she got some of it. She ain't getting all of it, but at least yeah. she's the only person to you know make a move on him because yeah. <laughs> she had his ass pissed. She said, "I packed up three big bags, and he ain't helped me with none of it." Motherfucker <laughs> was mad in the bed while she packing his big ass. Man, that Man in the bed, probably asking for orange juice and grapes. Oh, shit, that shit had me rolling. She said that motherfucker ain't moving an inch. <laughs> My daughter said he don't look like a type of guy that's gonna help. <laughs> he, you know, what hey, I'm saying? he living the lifestyle, but yeah, that was funny. That shit had me rolling. Speak, speaking of these, motherfucking, uh, these, these type of niggas, though, you had a uh, interesting um quiz you sent me. Where is it? Oh, yeah, I forgot we were talking about this. I didn't got carried away. <laughs> I got it right here. I saved it because I thought it was, I, I wanted to do it live. Okay. So, so I don't have no. Uh... This conversation has been going like 
crazy the last week or two on social media. I know you say you're in jail, so I don't know if you've been paying attention, but they have been talking about it. And I shared a post that said, men are tired of women living in their masculine energy. Uh And it's like, okay, what the hell? First of all, men and women both have masculine and feminine energy, okay? Uh-huh. But if a man is consistently running into a woman that he feels is masculine, her masculine energy is always around him, then I, I'm here to tell him that he's in his feminine energy. Because I'm going to tell you why. I'm about to tell you why. When I have, I'm a very, my personality is very strong. You know, I'm very quote unquote independent. I take care of my household. I have four kids, two of them. All I got is me. You know, when I'm out with other people, I'm always vocal. I'm outgoing, extrovert. I'm a very strong individual. All right. If you see me hanging out, you might say like, oh, yeah, she has some masculine energy. Right. But when I am with men that that I'm dating or have dated, they will tell you I have probably 10% masculine energy. Like I might say bro every once in a while or something like that. And that's because they are, they are giving off masculine energy. So when I'm in the presence of a man, I have no choice but to be a woman. I have no choice at all, but to be a woman if you're a man. And that's, that's just basically it. If you are a man, if you're emulating masculine energy, I'm gonna tell you, I'll be help. I'm so helpless. Let me get around a real nigga. I don't know how to open no door. I don't know how to walk, baby. I'm so. Hold on. Can you please I, hold my hand? I turned into like a little damsel in distress. So nigga, why you take it? So we we gonna take this test, but I gotta push back on your theory. Okay, okay come on. But I, I gotta make sure I clarify something first. So are you saying that your feminine energy energy is somewhat dependent upon? the man's level of masculine energy i do think women women give off of what the man is giving up <clears throat> so if he's a little too feminine you're going to be a little too masculine but if he's not gonna, masculine, not, like, it's not going to be on purpose it's not like she's going to be trying to be masculine you know it's just a natural it's just natural because last time i was on here we talked about those guys in the, the red zone or whatever they are you red know the real people dudes, like, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, I told you then that is a guy that I know that I think falls into that category. Mm-hmm. When I'm around him, I'll probably smack the fuck out of him and wouldn't think twice about it. You feel me? Wouldn't expect no retaliation or anything. However, with the guy that I talk to regularly, I'm like a little bitty baby. I just, I be so lost. So, it's like a totally different vibe that, that comes off. Like, so- the reason, so do you? So do you feel it works the same way for men? I don't know. I can't answer that because I'm a woman. I don't know if men feed off women energy or not. I just know, I just know what works for me. And if you is like a little, you know, what I'm saying, get down on one knee and ask me to propose to you, type man, you want that type of action from a woman, then you. 
it's just something about you that lets you know that you like you're not like really it's it's other things, other characteristics that I can name about this person, you know what I'm saying? Like they can't be themselves around certain people. Like really they don't have they don't have confidence. Yeah, like really I'm the when we're together, like I am the strong one, I am the voice, you know what I'm saying? So I have more masculine en- energy in the, in those moments. So the reason I push back on that because I think that people are who they are and you being more masculine or a woman being more masculine or feminine has no bearing on how masculine I am. Like, I am what I am. If you, I'm a masculine guy, I'm just a masculine guy. If you're a feminine guy, you're just a feminine guy. I don't think that the man's level of masculinity is dependent upon the woman, but I also don't think that's for the woman either. I think that women make a choice in that matter. Like, your femininity should be, it should be who you are, period in discussion. So if you're around a feminine dude, then you're just around a feminine dude. Like, I don't think you have to, if you choose to take up that space and start acting masculine, that doesn't necessarily mean you have a masculine energy. That's just you putting forth, take up space and energy or something that may not even be necessary because you're not being yourself. If you're a feminine woman, you're a feminine woman, period. It don't matter if you were an ultra masculine dude or a weak ass dude. You're still the same feminine woman that you are, and that energy is going to resonate no matter who you're around. Now, others, it may fit. That energy may fit better with them. It may vibe more with them. You may have a better connection, but I don't see your feminine energy changing because there's an extra feminine man around you or extra masculine man around you. Like to me. Your energy should just be your energy. I my my masculinity is not a, doesn't adjust to whether there's a a feminine woman or a masculine woman or a feminine or masculine man around. I I'm mean, I me. think that I think that would make sense, except for the whole fact that women naturally submit. So, like, like two or two dudes as like feminine, like there's there's gonna be like pushback. There's gonna, women, I think I'm not I'm not like. Like I would make like he would be my bitch. Like that. You really would think be women naturally submit? To to a dude that to a to a male who who is who is doing his part as a man. Yes, it comes naturally. Do you? It comes naturally. Yeah, you. I, I don't even think most women even know how to submit. You don't think so? I think it comes naturally. I think I think it comes naturally really? for for a man who. You think you think being who, a leader comes naturally? Being a leader comes naturally to men and women, or just like Period. what do you ask me? So I don't think those. I don't think submitting comes naturally because you have to know how to submit the same way you have to know how to be a leader. It's a I skill set. You don't have to know how to submit. Oh yes, the fuck you do. No, <laughs> no, you don't. no, it just happens. It, we're we are at the end of the day, we're animals. We have instinct. But you don't know what you got to know what. Okay, this is what I always had. I've had this conversation a lot. You have to know what submitting looks like. So you don't just like you don't like the first time you get pregnant, you don't know what giving birth looks like. Your you, a, your body is natural; it just physical. automatically does it. That's, that's, that's the same thing with submission. When when you have a male, when you have a male who's being a male and he's he's hitting all the right spots, he's crossing all the right T's, he's making you feel the way that you're supposed to feel. Then women naturally submit in those in the, that type of atmosphere. They may naturally submit, but that don't mean they know how. 
just and just because a dude is naturally a a a take charge type of dude don't mean he know how to take the lead so you can have a dude sitting there leading your home and he don't know how to lead and you don't know how to be a proper i don't know a follower of the word but how about support system like you don't know how to be a proper support system to a leader and he don't know how he may not know how to lead you properly those ain't things that just come naturally like submitting submitting is a mind state but it's also a skill set because a woman especially talk to older women they know when to push when to pull back when to let their man take a lead when to let their man fail when to step up and advise like that's a skill set so women believe like oh if a, if, a, if a masculine man come around and he a leader i'm just gonna automatically submit oh you think so so you a single mother you've been raising your child by yourself your whole life because the father was whatever around whatever or not around actually the primary parent uh there's a good chance if you are a minority woman especially a sister you were raised by a single mother so not only have you more than like a very good chance you've never seen a woman submit to a man you've never seen a married your mother wasn't married i don't know if your grandparents are married but it's a good chance a lot of people have never seen a happily married couple so you've never seen a woman submit to a man you have a child which you've been raising on your own and you think that you're going to be able to give up all this responsibility all these things that you've had to do and just hand it over to a man and submit i don't think just like i don't that. think you're just going to hand it over just like that but you are going to be in a space in that energy first of all you can't do it just like that because you have to learn to trust him in order to submit to him so that's like that's gonna happen that doesn't happen just like this so once that happens then yes like there's gonna be some stuff you might ease into it and say like okay look i gotta learn to do this do that do that but it is gonna be like a feeling that you're gonna feel for this dude and you're gonna submit to it now but 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 here's the thing is that me even if if you're want to be a leader but you're not a leader if you're a take charge guy but you're not a leader then you're gonna attract this a certain type of woman that doesn't you're not gonna attract the type of woman that is a leader that knows a leader what it looks like you're not gonna attract that type of woman because she can see that you're not People a leader this is the thing the same way you think it's in a woman's nature to be submissive to a man a lot of people say it's in a man's nature to lead the home right would that be a fit would that be fair to I, say i agree with that i agree okay, with so that, yes. so if it's fair to say and i've heard women say this often especially about black men recently in this social media atmosphere that these black men don't know how to lead then it the same can be said for you knowing how to follow or submit you don't know how to do that either you just think because you have the mind state of i'll submit when i get a man that it's just gonna happen but it don't that's not how it goes both both have to listen there's a lot of men who have the natural mind state to be a leader that don't make them a leader just because naturally that's something that you just because you naturally take over don't mean you do a good job of it so okay. just because you're naturally submissive doesn't mean you do a good job of it you so, may not even that's why i said you don't know what you may not even know what it looks like to actually be submissive you just may have an idea in your head of what it looks like but that don't mean you know how to actually do it successfully I know a lot of women think they submissive and they be emasculating their man. And well, I, how, I, you, how they gonna do both? Like how you gonna think you because they don't 
because they, because they make they make because I know women who sometimes they'll bow down and let you leave, but then they'll still ask you questions because it's in case. I, it's I agree. Different. It depends on how they talk to you. It depends on how they approach you. All I'm simply saying is whether it's natural or not, it's also a skill set. Being a leader is a skill set. Being a follower, a good soldier, submissive, whatever you want to call it, that's a role that you play within a relationship, which requires a skill set. You know what Ayana said? She said, I know black men that don't know how to receive submission. I think that's a good call out, too. <laughs> I think that's a good call out, a very good call out, because they probably don't know how know what it looked like to go to your point. I guess I can kind of see that. I guess maybe my mind mean, frame is a little different because I did grow up in a two parent household. I did see my, my mom, you know, be submissive. I did see her step up when she needed to step up. I did see my dad take charge. I saw him work with broken ankles. You know what I'm saying? So maybe it is different for me. Maybe it is. I do know that maybe, maybe if to her point, me and probably haven't seen the same thing to your point. You know what I'm saying? They grew up with a single mother with oh, no yeah. man in the house. So they don't know. That, that they, man, they don't even know what submission looks like. Well, that man it's, it's the same situation, but a different outcome, a different effect. That man, if he's raised by a single mother and he doesn't know, and he's never seen a successful marriage, one, he don't even know what being a man look like. His mama can't teach him. That's true. That's I tell women true. all the time, you can raise a boy to be a good person, but you can't raise him to be a man because you ain't no fucking man and you don't know what it takes to be a man. I believe that. I tell my son that, that I can't yeah. raise him to be a man, Dad. No, nah, you can be a good person. You need to be a good person, but you can't teach him how to be a man. So right off top, that man is walking out of that home short of what he needs to be the man he's supposed to be in a relationship because he ain't seen it. And he's been raised by a woman, which means he probably has way more feminine characteristics than he should have. Because when there's not That's a man in the home, yeah, there's not a balance in the home. You only got one type of energy in the home when you're getting raised by a single mother. There isn't a balance in the home. So he's going to have way more tendencies because that's what the person he was raised around unless he has a strong male influence in his life. Like I was raised by a single mother, but I got a lot of strong men in my family. My father was around at least when I was young. My grand I was at my grandparents' house. My brother was a little bit older. Like I had a bunch of strong... My, my uncles, I was, I was around... When he was young, go to family events, I got a bunch of strong men in my family. I got successful men in my family so I could see what a man looked like and what a man does. But everybody don't get to see that. Some I, guess, I mean, that's, that's facts. Yeah, so I can see a man not being able to accept submission, just like some women can't accept being led. They don't know how to bow down and be a lead. Like, all these things are skill sets. All these things may be ideas in your head, but that don't mean you know how to pull it off. I guess, but I still think it's natural, so I don't know. Maybe it's just natural to me, <laughs> but I still think it's natural, and Tiff, Tiff I, she think it's natural, too. Like, to some women, Go I think it's natural. One of her comments says, black women instinctively feel in the gaps she will fill in what her man lacks. If he doesn't like much, she doesn't need to step up and fill in. And that I sounds, think, that sounds great if you're talking about yourself, but unless you date black women, you don't know how black women act in relationships. I agree. And I tell I tell men that all the time. Unless you date black men and from Chicago, then <laughs> you do not know how Chicago men be. But what did I say to you earlier? What did I tell you? I say whenever women tell me what niggas do, what do I say? I believe that shit. I believe that shit because I don't date niggas. So I'm not going to tell you what niggas do, right, don't right. do. Listen, I don't listen. 
I know how niggas act in general, but when they get with a woman, shit changed. But like you say, listen, I've dated many a women. I've dated women who were submissive. I've dated ones who thought they were submissive, but they really weren't being submissive. They just thought they were. Because they didn't really, they did. Like, they thought they would have allowed, like, I'm a natural born leader. Like, even, it don't matter what the situation, it's instinctive. I could be at work. I could be playing sports. We could just be having fun. I just, it's my personality, typically, to step to the forefront and absorb responsibility for the situation. Because that's just how I move. Like, I just don't like being a part of something having no say-so. So my person, even if I'm not the leader, I assume some type of role just instinctively, okay? Okay. So when I'm with a woman, any woman that deal with me know, listen, it's my show. I run the show. You know what I'm saying? Nah, that ain't saying that I'm more than you in our relationship. We the same, but my role is as the leader. My, they don't make my role more important than yours because I don't even have this role without you. I need you to even have a role of a leader. I got to have somebody to lead. You understand what I'm saying? So I just have a different role, but I had to learn how to lead. I'm divorced. Clearly, I wasn't very skilled at it my first go around. Either I wasn't skilled at leading or I wasn't skilled at picking someone who could follow me appropriately, right? Right. One of them got to be true, if not both. You know what I'm saying? So I just got a holistic view on it. Because I see women all the time saying, man, don't know how to do that. I'm like, why do you think you know how to be submissive? Why do you just assume that black women going to do this and black women going to do that? How many black women you done dated? That you know that they fill in these roles. Maybe they get Maybe they get upset. Maybe they push back. Maybe they communicate fucked up when the man not doing what he's supposed to be doing instead of communicating with him effectively. Maybe they hinder their man instead of helping him. Like, you don't know. I know. I've been through it. With a variety of different women, black and non-black. I got a good idea of how some women respond. And even mine is a very small pie. We're talking about what? A handful of women in comparison to the world? It's all generalities, but women can't tell me how other women act unless you lay down with women. Because how they act around you and your friends ain't got nothing to do with how they act after they get in a relationship or with a man, right? It's the same way I'd have seen niggas flip up women when y'all get that good dick. It's certain <laughs> shit that y'all do that y'all don't necessarily need y'all girls knowing about. Y'all keep that shit to y'all motherfucking self. That's y'all, true. Y'all done did shit for that nigga that y'all might be ashamed of. And that's the same thing. Just don't, you don't really want nobody to know. Don't wanna, know. <laughs> you don't answer no questions. You don't want to have to explain why you did what you did to somebody that it don't even affect. And it's some shit that your girls would be like, she would never do that for a nigga. She, she done did it twice. True. That's true. Same with these niggas. That's true. Same with these niggas. I had a nigga. I got we, we ain't cool no more. We cool. We ain't friends no more. Okay. Always swear he a player. Don't give a fuck about no bitches. But fall in love with a whore. Hmm. A whore that he knows is a whore. Because she ain't, she don't hide it. All his friends know she a whore. He knows she a whore. She knows she a whore. <laughs> but he love it anyway. But in front of us, he a stomp down P. He a stomp down player. He don't love these bitches. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. <laughs> yes, you do. I, I just saw you standing out shorty crib last night and you wasn't visiting her. Why was you outside the house? I was just happened to be driving by. I was wondering what you were doing out there. You didn't look like you was leaving or coming. <laughs> you looked like you were stationary. You know what I'm saying? It looked like you was posted. Was she waiting on you to come down? Was, was you waiting on her to come downstairs? Don't look like it. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? What are you doing? Hey, listen, I done seen niggas do shit, Joe. And that, that same nigga swear he ain't that nigga. And they will. They, I mean, and they will. Yeah. Women will too. Women will too. I think we've, we've all been there. 
Thank God for growth. <laughs> Just be like, fuck these niggas. I don't get no fuck about these niggas. I'm trying to get my money. Meanwhile, she cash apping a nigga money for his phone. Bill. Right now, while she talking all this shit on fucking social media about what she will and won't do, she done paid this nigga phone bill and his car note the last three months. He told her he gonna hit a lick and pay it back when he get a tax. Fuck out. We ain't listen. What we got, man? But that alpha male shit, I want to take that test, though. We got that conversation. Yeah, the masculine and femininity. I got it right here. I'm I'm gonna track my ass. I don't know if you want to go along and track yours. I got my results. All right, so it's 20. Oh, you got yours already? Yeah, I had it before we talked about it. All right, so it's 22 questions. So we're gonna do mine live on the air. I hope this shit don't turn out bad for me. (laughs) (laughs) I give people handmade gifts. Disagree. Fucking handmade gifts. Pinterest. Fuck is this? Uh, I leave nice notes for people now and then. Disagree. I have considered joining the military. Fucking disagree. I have been very interested in historical wars. Slightly disagree. I think horoscopes are fun. Disagree. I play. I playfully insult my friends. Agree. I jump up and down in excitement sometimes. It sounds kind of funny. But <laughs> slightly agree. I'm an enthusiastic guy. Slightly agree. I decorate my things. No, disagree. I have studied how to win at gambling. Slightly agree. I have thought about disagree. Dying my hair. Never thought about dying my hair. I wear a blanket around the house. Disagree. I have set fuels, aerosols, and other chemicals on fire just for fun. As a kid, agree. <laughs> slightly agree. Yeah, okay, slightly. Forty years as a child, why not a grown ass man doing that shit? Slightly agree. Fuck it. I like guns. I'm not big into guns, but I fuck with guns, so slightly agree. Uh, I think a natural disaster would be excited. Disagree. No, it would not be excited. That's why I would never live in a state that has natural disasters. Never. Any state that has a tendency to have natural disasters, I would never live there. California. Uh, parts of uh, Florida. Miami, not Florida, yeah, no, nah, fuck that, never, never. I will not be waking up and my home is at a different address when I went to sleep. Fuck <laughs> that. I'm at a different address. Fuck, we don't. I'm we don't fucking film on now. Now we on motherfucking Augusta. Like, nah, gee, nah, nah. This ain't gonna work for me. I can't do it. Uh, I think throwing knives, axes. I have thrown knives, axes, the other sharp things. That's. I uh, slightly agree. I've thrown axe before. I uh, I take lots of pictures of my activities. Mm, I don't really take pictures a lot, so I'll be slightly disagree. I have kept a personal journal. Never disagree. I have. You got four questions left. I have daydreamed about saving someone from a burning building. Disagree. I have taken apart machines to see how they work. I don't think I've ever done that. Disagree. I have burned things up with a magnifying glass. No, disagree. I really like dancing. Man, you agree. You can slightly <laughs> agree. No. <laughs> you thinking in your head like, is this a feminine question? <laughs> it ain't that. It's like, I don't, I don't really dance. I mean, I used to dance when I was a kid, but not only with women. I, I only dance I did was only with women. If it wasn't with women, I really wasn't dancing. So does that count? And I'll dance now. All right, you get a slightly. It agree. Counts, slightly agree. It counts. You're trying, to, you're trying to nail me against the wall. You know, what the fuck is going on, right? Last one. I bake sweets for myself. I don't bake. I don't know how to fucking cook. Disagree. This shit better be masculine than a motherfucker. You have completed the test before you review your results. Would you be willing to answer a few more research questions? No, hell no. 
That's another three to six minutes. I ain't got time for that shit. These are the results from the open sex role inventory. My yeah, masculinity is 94. My femininity is 81. Let me see mine. Hold on. My masculinity is 81. My femininity is 130. And um, to your point, I will say that I had to um, heal a little bit, get grounded a little bit in order to become this feminine. So maybe it's not in everybody. Uh, maybe everybody don't know it. But if you, I think if women you know, learn themselves, love themselves. Um, I guess to your point, educate themselves that they will be a little bit more feminine and be able to quote unquote submit to the yeah. right person. <laughs> I don't know how a woman becomes more feminine. Like your energy is your energy. I mean, that's not true. You have women who um, were tomboys in like high school, early freshman year, college, and then. They become, you know, different women. They wear heels, get their nails done. That's because they weren't women yet. That's a girl. We're talking about women. We're talking about grown women. Yeah, but once she becomes grown, like after college and stuff, she becomes grown, you know, like it it happens. It happens. There's growth growth in every aspect of life. Okay, so. You think your femininity shifts after 35? Ken, after 35. How old am I? 37? After 35. That's a good question. Probably not. I mean, oh, that's grow. Yes, you can grow in anything. What am I saying? Yes, you can grow. You can grow in anything. Okay. <laughs> they right. have like they have books. I read a book last year from Alpha Bitch to Golden Goddess. It's like books to um help you become more oh, famous, oh. stuff like what that. The, what the fuck is the name of this book? From Alpha Bitch to Golden Goddess. And that was helpful to you. Yeah, it was a pretty good book. I thought it was pretty good. I mean, you know, I really like it. I read it. I had to read a lot of self-help books because I was like, to be honest, um, I was like the regular stereotypical Chicago girl, nasty attitude, uh, will cuss you out, will talk shit. You know, I still talk shit with the best of them. Don't get me wrong. Oh, I see. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but, but I carry myself in a very different manner pri- prior to 2015. And now in 20, well, I started in 2016. I started like reading books that would help me change my mindset. I started listening to like um, music at night, like um, change your mind, think positive at nighttime. And then I just kind of like, I kind of grew and I, I am very happy with the woman that I am today. And I would probably advise that for all people who are probably like battling, you know, what kind of person do I want to be, you know? And right. that, happened, that happened when I was like 30, 31. So. That's dope. That's dope. Uh, I don't agree with you. She said it could definitely shift. Any form of energy can shift. What did Tiffany say? According to my brother, Black will follow. According to my brother, Black will follow a man with a plan. I'm assuming she said woman. Black woman will follow a man with a plan and an idea of how to execute it. She won't roam around aimlessly with you. She will take over. Again, like I said, man, uh, I I I don't know if a woman taking over for a man who's falling short is necessarily reflective of masculine energy that more so sounds like survival like maybe it's not a survival thing but you're just doing what you got to do 
And if the person that was supposed to do it didn't do it, so you did it. You're just doing what you got to do. That don't to me. That's not masculine or feminine energy. To me, masculine feminine energy is a vibe. It's the way you carry yourself. Some women come off as very masculine. They act masculine. They talk masculine. They have men ideologies and they carry themselves that way. And some women are much more, like I say, much more feminine than dainty. Don't mean they weaker, weaker or stronger per se. It is the way they carry themselves. You know, how some women are very feminine. Really, the dresses and being pretty. Some women don't don't really wear that shit. You know, so it, it all depends. But I just I just don't really necessarily think it's just based on the person. That's what I, that's what me and you disagree. That's the, that's right. the, that's, that's the cause of our disagreement. You think <laughs> that based on the person it shifts, and I, I think you think... just are whatever the fuck you are. Right, you think that, but I guess let me clarify mine a little bit. I think depending on how you grew up, what you saw, where you at in life, mm-hmm. that depending on the guy, yes. Your your energy does shift um, because because like Tiff said, women have a tendency to take up the slack. And if you're a weak individual, then we need to we need to wear the pants. If you're a stronger individual, then we don't have to. We can just I, be a pretty little princess. Or you could be a woman that just pick up slacking ass niggas, so you can do that shit and, and, and put that I mean, better about yourself. I guess some women do work do work like that, you know. I guess, but a, I know. Many people pick weak people that cause problems for them to fix in order to boost their own self-esteem. There are men who like to save women. I I definitely agree with that. I definitely agree with that. I do think that since we're on the topic of masculine energy, I do think there are women who have masculine energy and they pick weaker men purposely so that they can wear their pants, so that they can boss them around, so that they can be you know, they can treat them any kind of way that they want to. I do think that that's happening. You know what we call them men? What'd you say? You know what we call those men? What? What's the word? Is it soft? Because they've been throwing that word around here a lot, and I have no idea what that means. No, they call them beta men. No, soft. It's actually funny, because soft is from my man Kenneth Mahone, who after every... This is in the group. For those who don't know, uh, watching the show, part of my ugly group. Uh, where a lot of these conversations go on. But in the part of my ugly group, after every comment, every post, he puts the word soft. So that's why they be saying that. Because he's known for being uh, a woman hater. He's yeah, a, he's been raising a whole lot of hell the last couple of his first days. Time. <laughs> he's his first time. And, uh, <laughs> I got, I got some shit coming in. I'm going to have Ken back on the show soon. We got we got some shit cooking up for y'all. But uh, yeah, he he's a classic misogynist. He's under the... Uh, you know, a lot of things he says are based in truth. He just says them in a fucked up way. And some of the truth that he says is not necessarily uh, something that women want to hear, but it does have some truth to it. But he, but he adds on extra shit and he says it in a fucked up way. And then some of the things he believes, people feel like his lifestyle don't represent what he believes. It's oh, a, yeah. I, I saw him cutting his ass. <laughs> I got to with him before, so I ain't going to take no shots at him because me and him, we done had our back and forth and I done gave my opinion. And it is what it is now. So I ain't taking I no shots because do I thing, don't know I'm like that. But the age doubt and the soft, like, bro, you got to be the softest motherfucker out here. Stay this amount. Soft, soft, soft. soft, soft. <laughs> the funny thing, what he basically be trying to say is, oh, it's oh. The reason he be getting mad because the group is mostly 35 to 45. He basically be saying, if you 35 and still single, you use nothing washed. <laughs> and that oh should be pissing them right off. If you are, first of all, ladies, I am pro-lady. Pro-lady. So let me say, if you are 35 and single oh, and happy, Jesus. 
then do your shit, sis. You do not need a man. To but see, that's what he's talking about, life. though. He's talking about as far as, getting, as far as getting a man and getting married. You're not saying, like, y'all washed up as far as being a successful person. He said as far as getting a man, getting married, his whole thing is, and I and, and I understand where he's coming from, but it's a very... Y'all better no catch up with the sounds. This is not 1965. Well, you don't have to be 35 married. It's a narrow-minded... Way of looking at things is what he's presenting. <laughs> it's not y'all because I don't agree with him, but I understand it. <laughs> oh my God. If you are 35 and living life, or if you want to be in a relationship, girl, it's gonna come. Don't worry about it. But anyway, like Glenn said, these niggas is trash. They for everybody. So you don't have to tell anything. Get your bag up and pick which one of these no good ass niggas you want. That's all. Hey, hey, get your bag up. As long as you don't need them for like money and stuff like that, you can have your choice. Look at Rihanna. She threw Drake to the side years ago. You got ASAP Rocky. She wanna have his baby. She a billionaire. She don't give a fuck. She wants the one who make her feel good and then sad. Listen, listen. So, I don't I, again. I don't agree with that man. Even though I, <laughs> I, I understand what he's saying, it is partially true. If you if you understand what he's coming from, it's partially true. I disagree, but that shit funny to me. I like to see him get you motherfuckers around. I actually, I actually think it's smarter for women to marry later because said guy is done with his whoring because I know so many married women who are miserably getting cheated on no, and people no. are not ready until probably 35 anyway. So Listen, one of the biggest things I learned is and I learned this from my homie in a conversation. And he would he'd been with his girl, I think about 20 years. And he said one of the best things he did is to choose a woman who has not gone through a gang of trauma already. That probably was smart, but y'all don't be y'all put us through the trauma and y'all ain't be ready for that's us. That's cool, but I can deal with the trauma I caused. But I, but when I gotta have blood dripping on me from a cut another nigga gave you, that's the problem. Because if I cut you, I can handle it. I cut you. I know how you got cut. I know how we got to this situation and how to resolve it. But I can't do shit about some wound another nigga gave you and you keep letting it drip blood on me. I agree, but ladies, you yourself. But again, having gone through it, I agree with that. Like, some shit is hard to get a motherfucker through depending upon what they've been through. Like, I've dated women and Joe, they can't let go. Women, y'all... Because y'all attach emotions to damn near everything, y'all hold on to shit way longer than men do a lot of times. And it's certain shit y'all just can't get past, and a nigga can really be trying and can't get over that fucking wall. I agree. I agree with that for sure. I agree with that. You know, trauma is trauma, but same thing for y'all though. Like y'all get hurt in fifth grade and then never love a bitch again till you're forty. Like. I gotta pay for what the bitch did and at 12. Yes. Like, yes. What are you doing? I trusted you motherfuckers and you hurt me. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you hurt me. I'll never love another woman again. You're goddamn right. Why only women gotta pay for no, it? You should, you should have told her little 12-year-old ass to be gentle. 
fuck you talking about? <laughs> I was fragile. She broke me. It don't matter how much glue you put on me. I never be the same again. <laughs> fuck you talking about? Right, but when we do it, we so yeah, y'all <laughs> built for it. <laughs> we ain't built for pain. Fuck, who lied to you? <laughs> We're fragile. It's like, I hate no. Men are not. We are built for physical pain. We are built for pressure. We are built for stress. We are built for responsibility. What we are not built for is heartache. No, 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 no. We ain't built for that shit. We don't know how to handle it. We don't know how to survive it. We can go through anything. Listen, nigga go, niggas come back from war, be POWs. <laughs> come back and be functioning members of society and meet one chick. He break her heart and it's over for that nigga. You understand? Listen, man. Tell you, we are not good with. Listen, when y'all break our heart, most of us are finished. We ain't got number one heartbreak in us. Said y'all be mad about they kindergarten crush at forty five. Just stupid ass gave buddy my crayon. I was mad as hell. Damn, you know my green, my favorite color, motherfucker. Oh my I beg my mama for that new crayon box because I knew you was missing your green crayon. And when I came over there, you had playing with Charles crayons. And I <laughs> fucked me up at six. Nigga, nigga, nigga don't got nothing green. He ain't got nothing green. You don't even eat vegetables. <laughs> nigga, bitch. Oh, oh, fucking life down the drain. Nah, that's how, that's how me and B2, though. That's how yeah. we and that's crazy. Goddamn right. We ain't but no y'all be mad at us because we need to love her because we just got cheated on last week. Yeah, y'all built for it, though. Y'all, y'all, take that y'all don't take physical pain. That's a fucked up way of looking at it. I don't take physical pain. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I got y'all built for it. Yeah, that's why, listen, men are better with handling all these pressures and stresses and dealing with that shit without taking it out on everybody else. You know what I'm saying? Hopefully he can deal for it in a healthy way. But heartache ain't nothing. Listen, we ain't, listen, there is nothing there for us. We can't go to other men with our heartache. We can't go to other women because they show us too much attention. We just gonna try to fuck her, and then she gonna hurt our feelings when she tell us no. So that shit gonna go bad too. You understand? There's no one to go but to your mama. That's it. All you be talking to is your motherfucking mama, Joe. That's it. And if your mama ain't there for you, she dead or something. Then it just you gonna talk to your friends about your broke nigga. I don't care. Like I care, I care, but I don't care. You understand? Right. Yeah. Like I want to hear, but I don't want to hear. Like, I want to hear it up until the point when it stopped being interesting. Once you get to talk about all your feelings and shit, you got to be my nigga, nigga, for me to want to hear that shit. Because, <laughs> listen, niggas is rough to each other. We tell each other the truth. So this nigga crying and bitching and moaning, like, listen, this is why my niggas don't talk to me about their chicks. Because the nigga be like, my chick did this, my chick did that, I can't stand that bitch, who I be wearing, who I be wearing. And the first thing out of my mouth is, ain't you still fucking so-and-so? They don't want to talk to me. <laughs> you don't want to hear that shit. I want to hear it, though. I want to hear it. You know what I'm saying? Now, unless you a good ass nigga who's doing everything he should, I'll be here for you. But them niggas ain't got no problems. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> All the good ass niggas who like faithful go home every night, they ain't got no problems. I mean, they girl get on their nerves and shit. You know what I'm saying? But they right. have regular arguments, but they ain't got no real problems. You know why? Because they home every fucking night. <laughs> Most of them niggas ain't got no real problems. Now, that don't mean you can't get divorced because I was home every night and I still got divorced. And my niggas were shocked when I got divorced. You know why they were shocked? 
You know what every last one of my guys said to me when I told him I was getting divorced? What? Nigga, how? You at home every night. It was like, nigga, if you can't stay married, nobody can. You will never go out. You will never party. You home every fucking night. So, you know what the nigga like, what more could she want? <laughs> every nigga said, what more could she want, Joe? You home every night. What the fuck else does she want? Because to us, that's a hell of a task to be home every night. So I'm just saying, Joe. Boy, nah. ain't it. Don't break our hearts, Joe. Don't break our hearts. Be nice. Let us down. It's a man's. Listen, our pride is the same as y'all feelings. Some big ass baby. Prote- That's pre- it. Protect our pride, and we'll respect your feelings. <laughs> just, treat, just treat our pride the same way you want us to treat your heart. That's it, baby. Our pride, baby. Your heart, G. We don't be caring about all these feelings and shit y'all be having. You know, we want to hear that shit. But we deal with it because that's what y'all need. Well, y'all got to stroke our ego, right? You got that is a great point, ladies. Please yeah. stroke their ego. They need it. If tell you ain't stroking it, somebody else going to be stroking yeah. it. <laughs> tell that nigga you fucking the shit out you knowing you're going to go use the vibrator soon as he fall asleep. It's cool. Wait, why you got don't I'm, just talking no, no, I'm the wrong person to talk about that because if you got to do that, that is not the relationship for me. I'm out. <laughs> uh, I'll pull the vibrator out in the middle. Fuck. I'm out. I'll put it out in the middle. We can go and get it started. I already know this is going to be a bad night for me. Let me go. Let me go and take care of you first. No, 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 no. Don't get me wrong now. If we want to, we want to have some fun. Okay, cool. If it's just like all night, cool. But if you want to be my nigga and you come out, no, I'm just talking shit. Pull it, battery, pull it. Do what? I'm just saying, y'all got to stroke our ego. That's all I'm saying. All that masculine, feminine energy shit. That's that's the shit. Most, listen, fuck masculine, feminine energy. Stroke his ego, and if he protect your feelings. Now, I will say that, ladies, if you can make him feel like a king in any shape, form, or fashion, period. <laughs> period. Suck his dick and keep his stomach full. And I promise you, you will have a happy man who will do the vast majority of shit you want. I know that shit sounds archaic, but that shit really that simple. Don't bark like don't don't nag that nigga like keep it peaceful, make him feel like a king, give some head every night randomly and shit, and come for him. That nigga will be building shit, fix fix the shit around the crib, going doing dumbass little errands he don't want to do. He's gonna be good. <laughs> Joe, you know how much shit we'll do for you when we good. Joe, when we good, when we know we taking care, we don't even care about doing that dumbass shit. If I'm coming home to some head. Yeah, I'm gonna run on little dumbass errands that you could have did yourself, but you just wanted me to do it. That's cool. I'm gonna fix the shit up, put all that shit. If at the end of putting that bookshelf together, it's some head and a steak. And a steak. What? Don't forget the steak, ladies. What? Which you, Listen, trying to tell you. And just in case y'all don't know, um, I always be putting people up on this. March 14th is exactly 30 days after February the 14th, which is for valentine's day for ladies but steak and bj day is march the 14th if you if your man treats you good on february the 14th then on march the 14th make sure you get him a steak you can cook it buy it whatever you want to do but make sure you suck that dick see what i did for y'all first of all i brought tail home here see what i did for y'all <laughs> I'm looking out for my niggas we and that we're gonna shut it down on that note because ain't no better way to shut a show down than to, than to promote steak and bj day. <laughs> fuck, fuck i'm gonna say after that uh, they, <laughs> as always, thanks for coming through. Goddamn it, my girl Tim. Thanks for having me. 
Oh, you you already know you family at this point. Mm-hmm. We have you on here all the time, goddammit. But yeah, I, I ain't got nothing to say at the stake of BJ. They, good night, goddammit. What the fuck you talking about? Peace. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie you. It was a beautiful show. I, next time. We right. out this bitch. Holla. Why is it? Why is it?